then they felt like uh, people needed to see mm. shaking their asses because <laughs> that's hotter than seeing Jill. Jesus. <laughs> crazy over there. All right. Hey, Patrice O'Neill in studio. And, uh, Why was Norton so upset about sitting? That's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> you wanted to play. You want to play when you're on the uh, show. You want to go out and play. What, you didn't what give... were you going to do? Go in the outfield and spin around three That's times? I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, you didn't give any indication you wanted to play because you showed up with Doc Martens. I got to defend myself well, here. I was, There's no indication was... he wanted to play by his body. I was the Joe Torre uh, of my team there. You know, if all of a sudden, like, uh, Derek Dieter shows up in Doc Martens, he's sitting. I'm sorry. You weren't the Torre. You were the, the Opie Hemlock. <laughs> yes, yes. It wasn't about fun with Opie. It was about loading the team up with ringers, sitting the people that are on the show, and yelling and, at and the, winning the, the game, and just yelling at everybody. He, he should have. He absolutely. Should've. Thank you, Patrice. No, I would have started one of those Derek Jeter full size poster, <laughs> just a poster over you, just him, <laughs> a pitcher. Derek Intimidate Jeter you. the pitcher. You don't understand. I was a good ball player uh, when I was younger. I, I was big. What I was ball a- though, Jacks? <laughs> No, I was playing. Marbles, don't say anything when you move. I was good. <laughs> I resent your implication that I was a slug. I, I was a good baseball player when I was young. Yeah. Yes. But you spun around in the outfield three times, and the coach t- called you a ballerina. That was when I played for Young's Glass Service. When I was in fifth grade or fourth grade, I was the right fielder, which is always a position of honor. Jim, Jim hit- <laughs> position of honor. <laughs> Jimmy hits the ball. And he slithers wetly and slowly <laughs> like a slug to first base. Oh, but the, the pitcher has thrown salt on him and he's dissolving. <laughs> he disappears. There was a... He I was, stops the sizzle. <laughs> I had a, a nervous tick where I would spin to the right once. This is the complete truth. I was doing it in the outfield. I was spinning right to the once. And I'll never forget my father was there. And the coach screamed from the bench, Hey, Jimmy, what are you, a ballerina? In front of the other team and the stand. I Embarrassing. Go, no, no, no. Oh, you know, now that I think about there, uh, about this, there was a drastic difference between the two teams. Oh, hell yeah. Anthony's team, uh, after like the fourth inning, was smiling inning, was, and having fun. Was uh, pretty much too drunk to get out on the field. and Yep. And I'm making my guys uh, do like calisthenics <laughs> in between innings. We actually had to have, and this, this, this isn't a lie. This is the God's honest truth. We had to have uh, someone from my team go over to your dugout to steal your beer. Right. Because we were drinking all, we drank all ours, and you guys weren't really drinking that much. Well, my team wasn't allowed to drink the beer. So we, we had to go over there and actually make a beer run into his dugout. I hope people realize this is more of a bit than anything. They drank whatever they wanted. <laughs> but I did take it a little more seriously. Than oh, they certainly did. <laughs> Hey, uh, we were just talking you about... You know who you are? You were, you were the other coach from Bad News Bears? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, the right. Vic Morrow. It's always Morrow. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Slapping the courtship of Eddie's father kid in the face. Yeah. Jimmy I'm missed the play. Eddie. And I just marched out onto the field and grabbed the ball from him and slapped him. Slapped him. But, Ope, I've been coming in studio a lot. And he slapped me on the face, and I just laid there in the, just a little withered hunk. <laughs> and then a tranny runs out of the field and, and looks me in the face and goes, I hope you're proud of yourself. <laughs> wait, wait, that, oh, the, no. <laughs> I didn't talk about that back then. <laughs> yeah, Ope was treating it like. <laughs> I didn't even get that. For a second, a tranny goes, how dare you not start Well, it was a little <laughs> take off on the scene that we were kind of play acting. Yeah. Wasn't it the mother that said something yep. to Vic Morrow? But in my Vic, in oh, my he's seen her, taught her who was bad. boss. Oh, this is this is on uh, one of those those deep. This is deep white. So. Well, you can go Karate Kid and think right. Opie okay. was like the sensei. 
at the well, Bad Dojo. Martin Cove, okay, I can yeah. go with that. Yeah. Your sensei at Bad Dojo. <laughs> Cobra, Cobra Kai. Kai. Cobra Kai. That's, Cobra Kai. That's, uh, that's how Opie ran his team, like Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah Johnny, yeah. <laughs> I said, get him a body bag. But Opie, I can beat this guy. And he said, what did he say? Take Sweep, sweep the, the leg. leg. With your Doc Martin. And then, do it. and then we needed a couple of runs, and Ant didn't even realize that like I was sneaking my brother into the lineup like he was batting every fourth bat. Oh, it was ridiculous. <laughs> and then your pitching just stunk. Mine? Yeah. Like like the catcher would throw the ball back to Ope, and Ope would immediately throw the ball back. Like the, the bat, and I was trying to tell my guys, step out of the box, make him wait. Like and my batters would just sit there and, and one two three, it's like, three ah, strikes come on! Is, I go step out, though, step out of the box. You don't you know have a hitting strategy with softball. You do. You don't swing at every friggin' pitch he's throwing at you every second. Now was it I was one toss or was it seven three winds? Nah, like, nah. I was just throwing it inside. I strategically was throwing it inside. He was throwing inside, but he was it was the speed yeah. between pitches. I was handcuffing the. Uh, he just his, kept his like. He'd pitch it. The catcher would throw it back to him, and he'd instantly throw it back at you. All right, it's like you know what? Step out of the box. You know what? I know we're heading toward winter, but game on. Game on. Game on. Celebrity softball in the in the uh, spring. I still don't know anybody. Game on. I'm done. Have it this winter. It's the end of the week. Winter. What do we got? A friggin' uh, enclosed stadium? <laughs> no, this is 80 degrees. It's gonna be 80 degrees. At Christmas. Oh, yeah, <laughs> make a point. Thank God. Hey, if we can find an indoor place to play, we'll play like immediately. Uh, audio of Anthony's team as I'm pitching. Oh, no. See, See that was backwards. <laughs> that that would mean I was winning. I was, was pitching. Yeah, I was hoping for the, you and know, one, two, three strikes, you're out. Yeah. Over, over again. Never mind. That doesn't work. All right, That's hey. Nice. We were talking about this game, Custer's Revenge. Did you hear us talking about it? I was listening to that. It was, wow. Do you remember really this game? interesting. Not at all. You Not were, at all. You go way back with your game, Yeah, I do. Right? I, I go back to where uh, Asteroids was just a, a triangle, and, and it was just... I'm a, I'm a video game guy, but I've never heard of a raid game. Would you play it in the arcade, <laughs> Asteroids? Oh, yeah, no, I, that was big, big game. I played it at Tommy Tucker's Lounge on 25A, the old Howard Johnson's. Wow. That's now the yeah. the uh, the post office for Centerport, Long Island. Oh, okay. I know I'm going very local here, but they would have uh, those tabletop games, so you would have your, like, gin and tonic, whatever the hell we were drinking back then. Miss Pac-Man. Aconoid. Remember that, though? It was so cool because it was a glass table, and you could play the games while you're drinking right there yep. on a flat surface. Millipede. Missile Command. Those centipede was a good one too. Beauty, beauty, centipede. was all shooting centipede. Joust. Joust. Yep. Yep. Tempest. What was the one that it was so? We bring this avoid spikes. We bring this up all the time, but it was a shootout game. It was like two like um like like gunslingers in the old west. And there was two cactuses that you were able to hide behind, right, on separate sides of the screen. So your guys behind the cactus, and then you were bra you had to be brave enough to move up or down away from the cactus to try to take your take shot, a shot, which was so ridiculous because the game could go on forever because the other guy could just choose never to leave the cactus. Yeah, yeah. and the bullet didn't go fast enough, <clears throat> which is amazing now because you play uh, Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter, oh. and it's. Like real, it's yeah. like you die and you have a funeral for real, <laughs> like for yourself, where you just guns with camera. They have a camera gun that you don't have to look out, just like the probably the real army, and you just can see the dude and 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 from that, you know, joust and 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 uh, uh, what's the one with the blocks fitting to each other? The fame, you know, oh Tetris, oh, Tetris, Tetris and. 
it, it, from that to this, but I, I've never heard of a, of a Indian rape game. That is just no, no, never heard unbelievable. Of it. And, and we're finding more of these, but I guess uh, Atari thought there was a market for like X-rated video games. Is what it comes down mm -hmm. to. And one of them was this Custer's Revenge. I never heard of it. And we have this guy. Not he's not one of our guys, but he's famous on the internet. He's called Angry Video Nerd. And what he does is he plays these really old games and just uh, talks about them. Yeah, he's so, pretty good. So he actually reviewed this game, Custer's Revenge. He did. So we got some audio of him uh, doing just that. It's uh, Angry Video Game Nerd. You can find this guy on YouTube. Just put his name in the search. And it's hours of fun listening to this guy. Right, Danny? Yeah, it's actually a pretty fun watch. Uh, the thing about the the porno games is that Atari wasn't actually marketing this. It was back back you know in the early days of video games. There was no like licensing, so anybody could just produce a game for that for oh, for that system. Or so whatever. Yeah, okay, if you were an independent gotcha. company, you oh. could just make a game and sell it. Right, and they couldn't do anything about it. So okay. This was made by an independent independent company. company right? I guess That's in a way they were kind of happy to have it out there because it's like it just they didn't make enough games, so it's like eh, screw it, let and people it make games. I don't think that enough to be on the list not. of well best man games. Well, you know these idiots that make these lists have to find some little like twist. No one heard of Custer's Revenge until this very moment. I've never heard of that game. All right, let's uh, go to the audio. It's Angry Video Game Nerd actually talking about the game and playing the game. Here we go. There's an Atari game, Custer's Revenge, where you f a naked chick up against a cactus. Nobody would believe me, but it was true. It was a real game, and it came in a nice leather case, I guess so the kids couldn't see it. At the stores, you had to ask for it, because it was either hidden behind the counter or in the back room. But anyway, I find the picture on the front really weird. The girls depicted in a realistic style, where Custer is like a cartoon character, and he's way smaller than her, and he's got a hairy ass. Well, let's pop this piece of in and give it a go. <laughs> I don't even need to comment. Look at this. Well, you're both completely naked. Well, maybe not completely naked. You got a cowboy hat, a pair of boots, and a scarf or an ascot. <laughs> ascot. So what's happening? <laughs> this kid's hysterical, though, man. I love his reviews. I've seen yeah, many of his uh, videos on YouTube. <laughs> ascot. So what's happening? There's spears dropping from the sky and you gotta dodge them. Oh look, I got hit. Then lightning strikes and you jump out of your boots. So the goal is to get over there and rape her. It's terrible. I can't believe I'm playing this. <laughs> yeah. This is unbelievable. Oh, okay, I'm watching a little bit of Look it. Look at the graphics of the naked woman. I know it's radio, but uh, it, it's so lame. Look at and especially, that. can you picture, if you're going to rape somebody, can you picture something more uncomfortable to rape them against than a cactus? Oh. <laughs> a cactus. Well, there's someone shooting arrows at you. But you don't even know it's a cactus because the graphics oh, suck so bad. It looks like a green like post. Yeah. There's no like uh, no, hint that it's an actual cactus except for the fact <clears throat> that it's green. It's a green lowercase L. Right, right, right. And you and you have to rape her until her tribe saves her? No, you, you, I guess no. you get points for every uh, movement you make. Every pump? Yeah, because then you gotta. Uh, well, you gotta avoid the arrows. Avoid the arrows. The they come at you. Oh, they, cause they like, oh man, so and yeah. <laughs> the idea is that there's some dudes. Yeah. Like, cause I'm thinking of yeah. how they would make it now if they remade this game. Oh. So it's just dudes going, oh man, he's raping her. <laughs> just firing up in the air. <laughs> Let's try our best, like almost like 300 with a, a, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Rain the arrows come down and on you. Just yeah. rape until it's over, until it's like, well, weren't weren't, and then you get three rapes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the graphics are so bad. I think Dan is pointing out here that she looks like an ostrich. <laughs> it doesn't even look like. Wow. Her. All right, here's more from Angry Video Game Nerd uh, playing Custer's Revenge. Yeah, f 
<laughs> That's how you score in this game. That's funny, right? Well, it's funny for about two minutes, then it gets boring. All you do is bang the chick, dodge the spears. Bang the chick, dodge the spears. You know, you gotta give this guy credit. He's under attack, and he still has the nerve to go over and screw this woman against a cactus. I think it's a cactus. With Atari, you really can't tell. <laughs> That's what we just said. <laughs> and in the background, the beauty, there's like smoke signals coming. It's the worst smoke signals. Yeah. In the, in the oh, yeah, look. It's just like a white little... Yeah. Were, but back in the day... This is amazing. Comes up from the horizon. This is this is the graphics will never get better than this. I can't believe they figured this out. You only know who's who by the blue cowboy hat. Yeah. You, uh, that's the guy. Right. And then then she has some awful headdress, but you can't tell it's a woman. No. And there's a little red X, which is supposed to be something. And uh, like Eric said, it's a little football puff of smoke coming up. I guess it's the fire. But back then it wasn't about the the gra We didn't even say oh the graphics. It was like just. The game. Couldn't like, believe you were playing. The game was just it, but yeah. now it's just like it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. All about the graphics. Uh, go to YouTube. Good. Atari crap. Custer's revenge. Because I'm sure ONA uh, Radio dot com is not going to be allowed to have this up there. Why? Got to keep it safe. <laughs> uh, here's one it's more clip real. from Angry Video Game Nerd. You know what bothers me? The spears don't even come down all the way. They, like, disappear, so it doesn't even make sense when they hit you. But overanalyzing this game isn't even worth it. It's nothing more than a joke. It stirred up a lot of outrage when it came out in 1982. Native Americans were offended. <laughs> Women activists were offended. Parents were offended if their kids got a hold of this. And I'm offended because this game's a piece of <laughs> <laughs> He is angry. Yeah, angry video does he, game. Does he ever like any games? Everything I've reviewed, well, he just doesn't he, like. He, I love these guys on the internet that find their niche. He, his niche is to like look at these old games and play them. Yeah. So it's it's perfect. He's not going to like any of them. And then he just curses a lot. Because these games are so old, how could you possibly like them? Yeah. That's what makes it fun. That's his niche. It, it's it's perfect, man. All right, we got to take a break. We got uh, Patrice O'Neill. He's playing the Stress Factory in New Brunswick tonight and tomorrow night. And you know what, Patrice? Uh, we got someone on the line said you killed last night. Rich, Jersey, what's up? Hey, man, I just wanted to say we uh, went to see Patrice last night. He killed. Uh, awesome set, dude. Thank you. I Long appreciate set, it, man. Thank you, dude. Nah, we, Thanks for coming we last night. Better this. Cool, man. If you need tickets, you can dial the Stress Factory and just get them in advance. Don't be fags. 732. Five four five four two four two. That's ha ha. But Vinny made it ha ha because four two four two is too hard to remember. Yes. But ha ha is like a laugh. Well, ha ha is funny. <laughs> four two four two isn't funny. Good thing he didn't name it after himself. It would have been seven three two five four five. That's self-serving ass. Oh, and then special guest Vinny Brand in his own club. I can't get over that. Vinny's only there in case there's a snowstorm and the real headliner can't make it. <laughs> stretch the Vinny did fifty-five minutes ahead of me. As in as the MC last night, he's unbelievable, and he spares no expense for anything hack, like a gold <laughs> slide whistle. Vinny will pay for, or actual guy to stand up there and go. Din -din 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 -din. <laughs> just to bring it, hey Vinny, just to bring everyone on the door. <laughs> hold on, just to bring everyone on board. Uh, Vin we're reading this commercial here in New York for the Stress Factory. We love the place, and Vinny's the owner. And uh, during the live read, he, he lists all the comics that are coming to his club in the near future, and he lists himself as coming soon to his own club. Yeah. And we and can't he, get enough of that. He hates... He's there he every night. He to be a comic so bad, but he's just stuck in being a club owner. Yeah. <laughs> he makes millions as a club owner, but he wants... He goes, but geez, why don't, why don't nobody respect me in the city? 
Vinny, well, shut up. Like, they just don't, and they're not. You're a club owner. You know what I mean? It's just like you're never going to get somebody to actually tell you the truth about your act. But he's not there enough, too. He really goes to the city occasionally. You never see him. It's like he's hanging out every night and being one of the guys. Because he owns a million dollars. He owns, he's a millionaire, but he he has this thing where he's trying to sneak around and be a regular guy. And no one's having it. Yeah, you can't do both, <laughs> I guess, huh? He is a funny uh, guy, but it's just, yes. it's so self-serving that he lists himself as one of the comics coming soon to his own club. Uh, his and own he, club. he headlines 18 times a year. <laughs> If he didn't think that he'd get spit on for it, he would list himself as the only comic. And the other guests, like Patrice and DePaulo. And a very special appearance by Vinny Brand. Vinny Brand. Hey, Vinny, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> Vinny's awful. Oh, he really thinks he's a local hit. Oh, he's just... I'd like to spit in his face. The way he, uh, like, he'll go up and do the phone call and have all the local flavor. He thinks he's a real popular feature. Yeah. You're not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Vinny Brand. Oh. Went to his house for the Super Bowl last year. I'm never going back. <laughs> Was it awful? Like, you, ever, you ever go to some like I, Vinny's friends are so white. Like they're not color white. They're just these these white people. And I'm there, and I'm just so disappointed. And I said, Vinny, you know what this is like? If I invited you over my house and we were fighting dogs <laughs> and shooting each other, like like you come over. Hey, Vinny, come over my house to eat. And you just and everybody's like, what? Playing dice. That's how white. <laughs> His friends were like, <laughs> almost, like almost Republican. A scene convention. out of menace to society. No, a scene out of his house. It was Wicker Man. You felt like they getting ready to burn me in a, in some type. Oh, of Oh right, right. It was a weird whiteness going on, and I was just really upset with Vinny and his choice of friends. Were they fun people though? I, n absolutely not. <laughs> they weren't white people with problems. They were just like, hello. All had sweaters that fit. You know how white people like their clothes to fit, and <laughs> like it, 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 the, you could see the waist of the sweater. It didn't it didn't have enough length to to, to blouse under, and just it was just so white it bothered me. I could, Vinny, I'm never coming back to your house until you get some. It, because if you what until you, you get some diversity, diversity like you know you need a diversity. You've been around the world. You travel. You know people. Right. You can't have this 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 just this whiteness. Yeah. It bothered me so bad. I was just like, I can't ever come back. You man. gotta throw in a token or two. That's what I. That's what I felt like. <laughs> it wasn't even. You were his token to he, say, look, see, I'm cool. Token black guy. Yeah. I I was really bothered by. My that. goodness, Vinny knows a Negro. Those are the people. Lovey, lovey, look. And you know they've never had any interaction with a black person, so that was probably very awkward because they were trying to be overly cool to you. And, and it was kids there. Who gives kids at a Super Bowl party? Just a bunch of kids with sweaters running around, <laughs> running around. Kids with sweaters. And huh? wives were sitting there trying to pretend to like football, and guys were like, oh, "We're breaking off into blah blah blah." You want to get into the Troopers. pool? Ugh. We're doing a football pool. It was pool. a football pool. I just wanted to slap everything down his pretzels and his <laughs> and his dumb Rocky two uh, pinball machine. Even though <laughs> does he have a Rocky two pinball machine? <laughs> Vinny is. Oh, bite me over to that. House. Vinny is classic white in terms of if you're like a black kid that never went to a white house, that your white person doesn't. He's if you don't know white people, his house is like wow. White people live a dream. Yeah. <laughs> this, this house should be on top of a cloud. <laughs> That's Vinny's uh, life. Uh, we really got to take a break. Patrice O'Neill is playing Vinny's club uh, tonight and tomorrow. Right. Dress Factory, New Brunswick, New Jersey. It's Opie and Anthony. Patrice, uh, we were talking about Dog uh, the Bounty Hunter. Very interesting, man. 
I don't know. It's one of those things, you know, I, like the Imus thing was immediately I've learned as, as I get older, I take, I try to understand the context. And I think if you, if you boil it down to what's wrong right now with us in, in terms of this whole problem we're having, communicating, yeah. context has been taken away. No yep. one tries to figure out, all right, come on, what did he really mean that? Imus was trying to be funny and he messed up. Now, Dog the Bonnie Hunt is different because there's so many different angles to this, like his privacy. Now, and 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 the and the parent code and the his code, like it, it, this situation with with Dog, it's like the chicken or the egg, man. It's like you you got to make a choice. Like I can't, like if my mother blew up a plane, a passenger jet, mm -hmm. I wouldn't snitch on her. I go, Ma, you blew up a plane? <laughs> I, would, I would try to make sure no one ever found out my mother blew a plane up. And it's, it's real. So the parent code is strong with me and my mother. But, you know, with hey, him... That's uh, really interesting. What would you uh, 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 you know, uh, tell authorities about your mom? Absolutely not. Well, if he, like, if not I think thing. he picked the ultimate thing there. Yeah. Well, blown up. yeah, I tried to be as horrid as I could. <laughs> Nothing. How about she's... Um, you know, uh, diddling kids or something. No, Jesus. nope. I would tell no, on them for being well, too, too provocative. No, but it is an interesting. I would try to stop her. But I would there, never tell my mother. There is an interesting uh, thing that you brought up here. Like there is a family code, it's like a parent code. What, it's a, code. a parent code or a brother and sister, yeah. brother to brother. But every once in a while on the news, you see like family members. Unabomber is a famous case of a brother turning into yeah. brother. Turning yeah. So, so that's the question. What would one of your family members have to do for you to actually go to the authorities and go, man, my brother or my whatever? Nothing for my mom's. Uh, very little for my sister. I might snitch on my sister. If she blew a passenger jet up. Here, here's where I draw the line. If if something happened where a close relative of mine did something where if if I found out about it, I'd have a chance of going to jail. Then I got a rat. Uh, I, ain't, self, I ain't going to jail. Self-preservation. I am never going to jail I, I, for, for Ant, anybody else. Yeah, Ant's got to save himself. Right? I got to save my own. Uh, Very selfish. I wouldn't take literally. a Jesus yeah. beating for my mother. Like I, <laughs> I might take a torturing, but not a Jesus beating. Like not one of those. Uh, not a passion, passion of the Christ. Christ. Yeah, because yeah. there's a, a, passion of, a passion of some Christ of the Jesus beating. beatings look like he can handle it. <laughs> the yeah, like passion the, of the Christ beating. The old beating. school Charlton Heston movie Jesus yeah, beating gotta, didn't look too bad. You got to make it perfectly clear. Passion, passion of the Christ, Christ yes, Jesus yes, beating. Because some of these movies they, beating, yeah. they kind of yeah. romanticized the thing. It wasn't that bad. It didn't look too bad. Absolutely, I I probably wouldn't do that. But other than that, my mother could do anything because I know when I got in trouble my mom's put me in the trunk of her car and sent me out of town mm -hmm. to make sure things cooled down, cool down. and I just would not snitch on it but but dog see here's the thing is for, people, for the people obviously he was a mad dog at his son for dating a black woman because they like to use the n-word around uh, the office R right and of course uh, the son you know, ratted his dad out and, and sent the tapes to somebody, taped this conversation. Now Dog is screwed and he's going to lose his show. But there's a value of that. There's a value there that Dog is missing. Like, he broke the the code of accepting your kid for what he does. He told his kid, he, he, you can't love. We are going to, you're going to, we're going to uh, uh, ex, not excommunicate. excommunicate you from the family. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to marry this black girl or right. you're going to be with this black girl. And he stopped the code right there. And another thing, the value of being a complete racist in your own home all the time, it's like, which, who you blame? Do you blame dog for being this foul 
and it and it goes down to his son because did he break the code and then his son broke the code? Like it's a it's a it's a very touchy thing, man. And now it's the privacy of his own home. Now he's apologizing for things he'll say in his house. One question is the, the mm. thing about the pride, the code with the parents. There's one part at the end of the call where he he says you've already proven that you run your mouth to her. <laughs> it's almost like I'm wondering if the kid kept going to the girlfriend and saying, well, my father and all these guys say that, like, was the kid, like, he was worried the kid was going to continually tell the girlfriend that he said this stuff and right. get him taught. Context, man. It's like you have to get in. That's the thing, the context of the situation. Look, man, in the privacy, the dude, at least the honest thing he was saying to his son, and that's the thing, see, that's the thing that's killing everybody is like, I'm talking to my son and I talk to him. I'm like, look, man, you know these people. I, I call white people, dude, if I had a son you call white now, people, dude? Yeah. now, <laughs> yeah. and I'm talking to my black son, and I'm going, look, man, these cracker blue-eyed devils scorn of the earth, man. How you going to marry this dusty white woman? <laughs> She's a zombie. She, they not look it. And then I saw him slides Baby of, powder of, face. of lynchings. And I said, look, you don't bring this white powdery piece of garbage into my house. <laughs> and, they, and it's still, I think I would go, I, I know I'm racist, but I'm not. See, here's the thing. I, I think you should be allowed to be racist. In you your want. own home, especially. Why are they trying to stop of me course. from being like, I don't need to like you. If he, he didn't say anything about, like, listen, if you marry her, I'm going to take it down to the to the uh, basement gallows that I have. <laughs> the basement or the, gallows. Or the guillotine that I have yeah, that, yeah. where all the other Negro heads are, and I'm going to chop your Negro, um, your little niglet uh, wife head off. Right. Uh, that's different. That's that's some other thing, but he's just in the... In the and he's not dog the reverend. <laughs> and he's not dog the tickler. <laughs> he is a ex- criminal who hunts down the most vicious animals with mace and his fat wife <laughs> he can say he can be racial if he wants notice you didn't hear gun in there he's not allowed to have a gun he can't yeah. have a gun because he's a criminal a the dude felon. has this one of the worst ratty mullet, uh, mullet. mullet. It's more than a mullet. You know that guy's racist. But because he can't carry a gun, he has to use his fat wife as a distraction. Yeah. yeah. His wife is just, just <laughs> a mess. Yeah, the wife, Thank you for saying He sends the it, wife finally. in first. Yeah. She, the people go like, oh, it's like it's like a flashbang grenade. Right. He sends his wife in to stun the crowd, <laughs> and then the rest can rush in. They think a talking pig has entered. They all stare for a moment, <laughs> you know, flanks them. And and it's stupid to even say this because it's just not going to happen. But A and E should continue with the show. You want rating? Wrong. He blew it. He's done. He's done. He is done. He's so now, done. I, I, but what? I, don't you think he should be allowed to continue? They, why not? Just by what we were talking gonna, about, about corporations, dude. It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. I understand that. To take that out of the equation. Do you personally feel like uh, the show should continue? I tell you what, no, because uh, I, I don't feel bad for him because he's, I wish I didn't find out. I, but he's a he's a dirty he's a racist. I I, I don't feel for him. You know what? But I say <laughs> I say he should be able to continue because that would be for that would be interesting TV to watch. Yeah, that's I, all. I, I, I don't give a crap about him as a person. It's my stupid TV. Obi, this I one don't is give strange. A crap about these people on TV. This one is strange because I can. It's it's just it's not a freedom of speech thing. It's like. It's insidious. I'm not this even, is the thing that white, that black people. It's almost like the Rodney King thing in a weird way. Is that black people just go, 
This is how they all talk. Uh, <laughs> well, white people, do, white people do that, too, when we watch the news and stuff. We go, look, oh, my God, why can't they just act like people and not commit yeah. all these crimes and stuff? See, it works both ways. But I'm not saying... We're it. all racist, and uh, you guys shoot. are all criminals. Yeah, that's It's the pretty much the, what everyone but thinks. I'm, I'm not even talking about freedom of speech. I'm talking about just good TV watching. I'm like, then, wow, now this is a show I would personally check out. And you know something? And, and I, I, feel, I feel what you're saying. They're doing that with a yeah. lot of reality shows. They're starting to do background checks on these people. And if they have any anything ha that happened in their past, they don't want them on TV anymore. And those are the type of people I do want to see on reality shows. I want to see the, these uh, these ugly uh, personalities on TV. Here's a great way he could have spent this and if he wasn't being phony. This is another thing, dog, if he's listening. Here's what messes everybody up. This is what messes Michael Richards up, this is Pee Wee Herman. My thing is, look, I watch, my girl got a kid, and, I, and, and this kid, Disney, is as big of a thing as I've, I've never seen anything bigger than Disney. It's like kids are like... Disney, whatever, <laughs> Raven Simone, and she knows every word to everything. And I'm like, look, I couldn't take a job at Disney because I know I have the propensity to do something wrong somewhere, somehow. I don't know how to live that life. I'm going to do something in a the movie theater. Me and my girl going to sneak in the bathroom and do something. This guy knew he was a racist. He should have spent it like this. Added a character that stopped him from being racist. Like, I that... That Negro there, he lives there, and there's a couple of spicks up the street. A black character with him, you know. So, somebody to go, dog, you can't say that word. Yeah. Oh, why? I mean, why? I'm just calling him in there. <laughs> I just called him a dirty spick. What is the wrong with that? I'm going to arrest this guy. He's going to shoot me in the face. I can't call him a spick. <laughs> And that would have destroyed anything that they could have did to him. But he was living a phoniness. And it's like, he's like, don't tell me people I call people. And it's like, you go, you don't feel for him because he was being a phony. Yeah, he had some kind of family values thing going. Yeah, he blew that, man. Yeah, he, yeah. He's a phony. All right, listen, we got to change gears a little bit mm -hmm. because we're running out of show. We got to do the football picks. All right. Uh, the Super Bowl. Patriots. Yes. Uh, sorry about that. Yes. The Super Bowl is being played this weekend. Patriots. Patriots all the way. Oh, look at these. Patriots. Oh, I Sorry don't know about that. There may be a bit of an upsetting... Uh, Colts. No. Colts are at home, though. No. Not, not a chance. Not even a chance. I don't care what anyone says. You can disco. I have my days. method of football picks. And we're doing that right that now. That is infallible. Okay. Yeah, we're doing that now, but uh, the Super Bowl is being played this weekend. Don't pay attention to that corporate event they do in late January, early February. Where you have the to Super call Bowl, it the big game. The Super Bowl is this weekend with the uh, Patriots playing the Colts. That's the greatest game of the year. I don't give a crap who ends up in the Super Bowl. This is the game to watch this football season. Bill Belichick has pictures of Peyton Manning robbing his house and tying his family up. And he showed, <laughs> he showed Teddy Bruschi this. And Teddy cried. And then he showed Rodney Harrison the picture. Like, do you can me believe Peyton Manning robbed me and, 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 and tied my wife up? Yeah. That's what he's doing right now. An animal. And They're going to destroy them. And you know that uh, Brady is uh, on track to have 60 touchdowns this year. That's insane. It's, he already set his career record, and we all think he's great already. The Patriots have a problem this year. Tony Dungy is like, you know, he's going, hey, you know, this is just us playing in this one game. 
and and Bill Belichick, you don't even hear him talking because he, he, he's such a stoic idiot, and he's just like, we're just playing. But he's just he's somewhere stamping uh, like the things that they brand horses. He's just doing that. I'm telling you, Patriots. I say Patriots. Kill him. Uh, even though they're away. Uh, football pick sponsored by Dish Network. Time to get more TV from your TV. Sign up for Dish Network today. Anthony is doing my football picks today. Uh, Here we go. This is how he's doing. I'm listening to now, this. Now, and you can I, help out, by the way. This is Just bet along with me this uh, week because it's a lock. All right. Uh, I am picking teams based on their names. Now, now, now you might say, what? Go ahead, say it. What? What? <laughs> they, I, say, I say you might. Uh, I'm looking at what the names of the characters are, what they are, and if they could... If they were put into form, could they conquer the other team's name? So let's get an example. I, f I feel you right here. Patriot. By, by the way, we, we have a uh, uh, what? Right. I, I'm just pissed off. I didn't. Obviously, the the Patriots and the Colts can't play in the Super Bowl. I know that. I'm just saying this is the this. Did somebody question? Oh, the, on, why, why would why you acknowledge? Why even why? point out yeah. the idiocy? Because I I just wish people would listen a little closer. Just a little closer just, to the show, that, you idiots. That just, I'm just saying this is this game is way, way bigger than any Super Bowl they could throw you us. You know who knows that? Later on in the year. million Thank people you. Right. out of the 802 million right. that are listening. All right, turn, mm -hmm. Two don't know. All right, turn off the instant feedback. Jeez. Done, uh, done for today. Goodbye. Go ahead, Andy. I'll use that big game as an example here. You have the New England Patriots. Mm -hmm. The Patriots Musket. against the Indianapolis Colts. A horse. Now, a horse. Y you know that you've seen many Patriots riding horses. They shoot them to eat them when they were starving. Uh, wh whatever. They controlled this animal. Yeah, controlled but, it. But you can only shoot a bullet every 20 minutes. Yeah, but you can shoot a horse once. Dude, right it doesn't say the New England Patriot. Ah, but it does. It, it's ah, also Colts. Yes, it so there's clever. a few Colts also. Very but clever. you could absolutely just slaughter. I pray your Colts. football picks. Wait a minute. Go, you go undefeated this week. This will be great. Because you're a patriot, that implies a, a state of mind and a state of living. It doesn't mean you have a gun. Uh, I'm also going with logos on, mm, yeah. on the helmets it's and stuff. Fight. It's, it's yeah, that's a fighting guy. The logo is a head. That's a fighting guy. The logo is a head. He's got his old time. No, it used to be a dude. A bent over fruit. I remember. The guy that was in the center position but yeah. he's dressed like a patriot with, a, with one of those dumb patriot hats on triangle hats yeah and right. it's boston all right let's move yeah. on let's they, move on because we got patriot patriot. we got six it. more to do so let's move right. on patriots now, over the colts yeah now all this right. is the most difficult right. one i think most controversial is the washington redskins against the new york jets yes now this all depends i'm i'm now here's my logic new york jets I believe they they used to play at Shea Stadium when yes. they were first uh, made as, a, as as a team, and uh, that's right by LaGuardia. Right. So I think that's why they got the name Jets. Well, they used to have a jet on there uh, as uh, as their logo. So I'm thinking, and it's passenger jet, yeah, not like a fighter jet, right? It's passenger jet. That's key because I think a bunch of uh, 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 Indians, engines, oldie time engines <laughs> on horseback with hatchets, can completely make a plane unable to fly. Yeah. I don't think this, uh, a, a jet could take out Dude, a bunch of engines. Even that, the ones now, the the Redskins now. Yeah, Wait, like they could just wreck a plane. The ones that actually take planes. Right. Passenger <laughs> yes. jet is not, uh, doesn't have movability, really. Like a fighter no, no, jet. No, not a lot of mobility. So, no. mo mobility is what I meant to say. <laughs> Sorry. 
uh, and the Washington Redskins could just play a little possum. <laughs> Can I add something to this? Exactly. Also, the, the, the New York Jets now just suck. Exactly. So I'm going with the Redskins <laughs> over the Jets uh, because they suck. No, you got and I, th- I think Redskins can actually take their tomahawks and stuff and hack and apart a jet and make it not. And you go, oh, a jet could fly. Well, flying a passenger jet can't hurt the uh, Indians, and it, eventually it's going to run out of gas and, and jet, have to come down. And, and, it's over, John. And following your logic, a jet has only one move, to crash. Yeah. And there's going to be some Redskins that will survive that. Exactly. All on right. the runway. That is just ridiculous. Yeah. If you're <laughs> driving your plane on the runway. <laughs> the Jets one is ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's not because if you're on the runway driving your plane and there's a bunch of guys in a circle going, hey, uh, hey, uh, you run them over. <laughs> they get out of the way you and wait it out. I'm with, it. I'm with Jimmy. <laughs> they wait it out. The plane runs out of gas. They don't know. They think it's going to make it rain and the plane will go down. Hey, uh, and hey, the uh, fact uh, that the Redskins will go, unga. What thing fly in air? They'll be all shot. The point is, you can't take them all out. Right. What about the guy in the teepee smoking the peace pipe? Doesn't feel like I say high, 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 high. he's stoned. He's a drug addict. They, they would think it was a I'm giant a pilot, bird. Yeah. I'm flying. I right. see in, as engines. Oh my I see engines. Redskins. Oh my God. <laughs> we got five more to go. Let's Where's, just go. Okay. Redskins over the Jets. Let's go. Flying right into it. Let's go. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, Panthers <laughs> against Titans. Yeah. Now a Titan is a big like uh, godlike character against some Panthers. I think I gotta go with the Titan. But that's a make-believe character. But I know, but but that's what I say. You bring him to life, he's swinging Panthers by the tail and just wailing them. All right. It's not even affecting him. Titans over the and Panthers. Floral Titans. That's what I'm doing. Or it could be or it could be Black Panthers and they blow up where the Titans <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Still, I think the Titans get them. <laughs> the Black Panthers. <laughs> uh, San Francisco 49ers against Atlanta Falcons. Now, you're talking about these guys that used to pan for gold yeah. against these uh, birds of prey. Yeah. Now, but they do have guns, the 49ers. Occasionally, they carry guns. They did hunt birds. I don't know no. if they're shooting Falcons. No. I'm what? Yes. Most 49ers just had colanders. I know they had like a thing that's so busy and greedy with their gold. I'm going Falcons. They're rushing in and plucking their eyes out. What? I'm going Falcons against 49ers. Oh no. That uh, dude. Oh no! They can pluck their eyes out. Yeah. They All right. Can pluck the eyes out of a guy with can a, they? with, with pick? his. He's just no. He's sitting there with, with a pick. Yeah. You guys not gonna hit a falcon with a pick? Is there panic for gold First all day? All, uh, no, I have to disagree. You don't Fal- like this one, a falcon. Would you when you say pluck? It's, you're talking about a scene from the Omen when the when the he's bird just gonna pluck. But a but a falcon can't pluck a guy out first into his face. You a, a 49er with those strong pan hands can just choke a bird. It could flatten a falcon's face with that colander. <laughs> All right, you convinced me. I'm going 49ers. No, no, no. <laughs> just, just take the sifter and smash that bird right in his faggoty beak. Or hit him with the with the, the pebbles that have no gold in it. And just take a fool's and gold. Just throw it right in his face. I don't know. The Falcons are very fast, very maneuverable. All right, what's your pick? Uh, I, I, I'm sticking with Look my first. I'm sticking with my first instinct. I'm going Falcons again uh, over the 49ers. Oh, All right, Falcons are at home. Right? Now uh, the Buffalo Bills against the Cincinnati Bengals. Now this is another controversy because a lot of people say Buffalo Bills aren't Buffaloes. They're Buffalo Bill. 
But they are but buffaloes. the logo is a buffalo. Right. So I'm going with buffaloes, but I'm not going with them. I'm absolutely going with the Bengals. Because ah, a no! t- Bengal, Bengal, Bengal buffalo tiger no! can beat the yeah. crap out of say, a buffalo. Bill. I, now, I know say. how the Bills have been doing. Oh, come on. I like taking a peek at the Bills. Don't do it. Do, do, I, I know. But I'm going to have to go with the Bengal <laughs> tiger over a buffalo. He gets up on the back. He starts biting that big fat neck. But oh, according to how he's picking them, yeah. that's how it is. Man, it's a just Bengal how it will is. Beat a buffalo, a Bengal tiger against a buffalo. He's killing him. But a he buffalo would jump bill on his back and bite his neck and the whole thing. That's what they do. A buffalo bill is a tranny with a gun. So I would put a buffalo bill <laughs> you, against the tiger. Uh, this one's easy. Come on, a jaguar against a saint. Yeah, uh, I don't care if you got God on your side. The jaguar's ripping your throat out. No. The, Saint is like godly and like I think uh, I don't think they have a human form. Yeah, they're always martyrs, saints. Yeah, saint. I, I'm t- I'm not talking. Uh, uh, they're not saints yet. What? They got to be a yeah, saint like, already. Like saint Christopher was just Chris. Before yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so talking that. His, oh, it's like Sir it's not Christ like the angels. Right. Oh, so it's like Sir Paul. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Sir Paul McCartney. Yeah. So I'm I'm just saying the jaguar is is ripping out his throat. Oh my god. Uh, we already did the Patriots this is and Colts. so ridiculous, but it's just as good as anybody else's pick. Exactly. How do you pick them? Pick this and you will win. Uh, Texans against the Raiders. You gotta go with the Raiders. Pirates. Yeah, they're pirates. They're vicious. Are yeah. I don't think their boats would work in Texas. Texas very well. Try to fight their way out of them, but yeah. the Raiders will just get them. I think that's close too. It's close. Texas. I don't know. Texans. Texans I don't see as being military Texans, though. I just see them as Texans. Just regular old Texans. They're just Texans. The, the, uh, stagecoach. Yeah, stagecoach, a woman washing on the washboard, mm-hmm. and then a bunch of pirates come in and hack them up they with their, their Lily, sabers. Lily and her prostitutes up on the top floor. Yes, Jim? Texans have guns. All of them. Oh, Jesus. Everyone in Texas Raiders, has a gun. Raiders, Raiders got the oldest gun. guns, knives, poison. They're, they're and they're very, surgeons. very sneaky. They're very sneaky. And they also have Stealthy. Johnny Depp. Yes. And they have that, f- that right. flag, the Jolly Roger. I would say Raiders. My instinct is Hold Raider on. Raider I'm going Raiders Hold on a over the Texans. All right, let me uh, Raiders Write over the Write that Texans. down. All right, here's my picks. Uh, Rich from Orlando. Thanks to Anthony, by the way. Rich, go ahead. Hey, guys. Love you. Love the show. Yep. Um, I want to just remind Anthony this game is not being played in 1985. The, uh, the logo is, is, a, uh, is an F-14 now. So I that was yeah, that's for them trying to be cool. They did update their logo. They updated it, right. and it's trying He's to be right. cool. But the fact of the matter is, early on in the beginning, the inception of the name, I don't believe they were talking about. I think it was just a jet. Game's today. The Sunday. F-14 is beating uh, a group of Redskins, by the way. Without a doubt. Uh, well, yeah. I, I got to say that. An F-14 would beat a group of Redskins. Oh, what are you going to do? You wipe out an entire nation. Are you, are you sticking with your pick or what? I, I'm still sticking with my picks because I'm picturing a big oh, lumbering uh, uh, 727, 737, something like that, 757, and, and a bunch of engines just hitting it with arrows, ruining the compression. Oh, uh, uh, hitting it tomahawks. with arrows? Yeah. Uh, oh, that skin is thin. An what, arrow go that, right through that. That Rambo explosive tip arrows? <laughs> yes. All right, listen. Uh, Tinfoil skin, though. We have planes. to take a break. We'll see how your picks do this. Uh, you weekend. watch. I have faith. It's a weird way to pick games, but. No, it isn't. <laughs> we'll see. The football picks. Love it. Sponsored by Dish Network. It. Time to get more TV from your TV. Sign up for Dish Network today. Patrice O'Neill, uh, more with him. He's playing the Stress Factory in New Brunswick uh, tonight and tomorrow night. There you go. Opie and Anthony.
Patrice is just amazing on a stage. Absolutely. You got to watch him work. And you want to promote what? PatriceO'Neal.com? PatriceO'Neal.com, my podcast that I say everything that you guys are having trouble saying right now. Yep. God, I could be racist on my podcast. Oh, you do <laughs> you do something called what? Patrice for president? Yeah, I do a lot of stuff. I do one called Pittens where I uh, I pitch fight uh, kittens. <laughs> and, <laughs> like pittens. Michael Vickett, but we fight kittens and then um and then we kill the losers. <laughs> Oh my God! Play play pittens real quick. I, I don't know if we'll try to get it. Uh, someone in the uh, office get it so we can play before we get out of here. Now this kitten right here, I'm telling him he won. He won the fight. Yeah, but I'm gonna kill him because he didn't win. Win. He uh, didn't really win. Yeah, he didn't really put put all, his all into it. <laughs> he didn't put his all into the win. Wow, dude, you know how to look like a gangster when you need to. <laughs> oh my God! Look at the look hoodie at the little, you got on. Look at the little Where did you get the little kid? <laughs> we got him from like I don't even think we should say where, but we got oh, we got it's him. Adorable. And, and gave him back. <laughs> it's uh, like little Jack Jack. After you used him for your sick <laughs> sick bit. <laughs> it's called Pittens. It's part of your what video podcast? Yeah, my part. Just write on PatriceOneo.com. Okay. But it's some that's really I'm really happy with, and some that's okay. But there's some I love. Love, you know, yeah, but I like know her. love. That's my woman. I know. Well, I didn't know you wanted me to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. She's woman. part of your video podcast. I, and she has Who's to do some video work. Well, look at that cleavage she's just, showing just everybody for your imagination. And they just we just do it together, man. Yeah. And but, we and and uh, do a good Patrice job with the graphics for and everything. Thank you very much, sir. That's yeah. very nice. Patrice O'Neill for president is one of the like the people's favorite. And there's one called Dyke Punching. Can I say that? Uh, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> who knows? But uh, that's cool. You went from not really having a website to uh, it looks pretty cool. This website of yours. Yeah, it's fun. There's a lot. Right. There's a lot of podcasts. All right, you fun. know what? We're gonna take a look at that, and then we'll uh, we'll bring it back to talk about some of these uh, video podcasts. Yeah, that's All right. Good. Hey. Uh, a little earlier, we were talking about um, uh, like porn games that were available for the Atari system back in the day, back in the what early to mid '80s. Yeah, and uh, angry video game nerd who we're a big fan of, and he's a fan of ours, by the way. He's got a WoW sticker in a lot of his uh, YouTube videos. <coughs> it should be mentioned. He uh, reviewed a few more of these angry, uh, a few more of these like porno games for the Atari system. Angry video game nerd, more Atari mm. porno games. Uh, this first one is called. Beat them and eat them. Let's see what uh -oh. this is about, according to the angry video game nerd. All right. What kind of surprise do we have in here? Beat them and eat them. A girl licking an ice cream cone. But what the f title about? It doesn't sound pornographic. It sounds violent, like you beat somebody up and eat them. Oh, I get it. Beat them and eat them. <laughs> oh, dear. What have I gotten myself into? All you do is move these two sluts back and forth to catch this stuff that this guy shoots down. <laughs> oh, yummy. Let's take a look at the manual. And here it says, the object of the game is to eat him every time he beats him. You score one point for each and without a miss. But should you miss, shame on you. You lose one turn. After all, it could have been a famous doctor or lawyer. Wow, I'm watching the video. And yeah, it's being played. It's uh, it's uh, beat them and eat them. Jeez, <laughs> this man. is twisted. Girls are down below trying to catch something. And the two girls <laughs> That's all at the same time. Say. Yeah, they they move exactly the same way. You all right, Jimmy? Did yeah. it go well? Um. Hey, we're fighting for every possible word for this damn radio show. At first, it, it, Tom was like, "Well, this is why." Uh, but then he's like, well, I'll listen to it, because I said, like, Patrice is doing a, a, it was a really funny racial parody, but it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like some anger thing, like he's reading the paper going, do you believe the, it wasn't like that, it was a very funny thing, it's like, we, there has to be some kind of context for stuff, yeah. like, it's, like you, you said before, context, right. it's just enraging, right. 
that uh, I, and this is the stuff Tracy should be doing for the show, by the way. Instead of getting in, you yeah, know, let her do it. Who cares? You know, instead I, I, of I'd her, talk to Tom anyway. Then just go to somebody. Instead of else her getting that. insulted because we're having a little fun exactly. on the show, and it doesn't matter. Who cares? You know, you should be in our, in Tom's office every day, arguing and fighting for all this stuff for us. Maybe she is, or maybe she just punishes us by saying, "Well, I'll show them." Then don't, show us. Don't so. take, <laughs> yeah, don't don't take what you hear on our show personally. It's not. It's not that your job as a PD to get personally insulted and hurt. That I, amazed I, me, by the way. But I, I, was, I was amazed. All right. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, but it went well, Jimmy. I mean, Tom. You know, he's working with us. He's trying the best he can. He's Tom a, is reasonable, and I'm not saying that to suck up to him because uh, he's a creepy corporate man. But he is a reasonable guy, and he said he'll listen to it. He's a reasonable man. This humongous. We're all reasonable men. All right. Here we go. Um, Another game called Kaboom, another porno game that was available for the Atari system. So the gameplay is basically the same sort of thing as Kaboom, except Kaboom was a great game, but this is just a... Oh, okay, this is more on uh, Beat 'em and Eat 'em. Yes. And they're comparing oh. it to Kaboom, if you remember that game. I don't, obviously. Remember the so name. So the gameplay is basically the same sort of thing as Kaboom, except Kaboom was a great game, but this is just a miserable load of... You gotta be completely accurate to land in their mouths. And it uses the sound effects from Pac-Man. <laughs> oh, get an God. Extra life if you get 69 points. That's clever, right? <laughs> you know, there's really something wrong with this whole scene. You gotta be a total <laughs> whore to stand naked at the bottom of a building with your mouth wide open to catch <laughs> from some guy on top of a roof. What kind of sick bitches are these? And what's the deal with this guy? Either he has a huge or he's a dwarf. <laughs> what the f kind of game is this? Funny, this guy has this found great, his niche, man. obviously. Angry video game nerd. We got to get him on the show. I've been saying that for a while. Yeah. There are guys that are trying to rip him off, too, and do their own, like, angry video game reviews. He's he's the innovator. He found a niche. He was able to do it and uh, pull it off, and uh, he's very popular. You can tell he's authentic, too. Like, you yeah. can tell yeah. that's his yeah. thing. Yeah, he's he knows the games. Really he, he's not overacting or anything. Right. This is just how he is in his regular life. We got to get him on the show, please. He's so famous that we can't get him on the show. He's a fan of the show. He's got a wow sticker in some of these videos <laughs> yeah, I saw that, that. He, that are on YouTube. Yep. All right, let's move on because we're running out of show here. Another game that was uh, a porno game for the Atari system. This is Bachelorette Party and Bachelor Party. All right, now here's one for the girls. It's called Bachelorette Party. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of naked dudes. Whoa, watch out, guys. It's some crazy bitch bouncing off the walls, and it hardly even looks like a girl. I mean, look at this. It could be Swamp Thing for all I care. The gameplay's basically like Breakout, but flipped on its side. You control that thing on the left to catch the girl and just bang all the guys. What a whore. Now here's one for the guys. It's Bachelor Party. It's the same exact game. Except it's a dude going around having sex with a bunch of girls. What a stud. This one's called Gigolo. The idea is that you're this nude woman on the streets going around breaking into random houses where you find men to have your way with. <laughs> so, what? Exactly. The sounds are amazing. Yeah, some of these wow. are better to, to watch in video form, obviously, but uh, great move, audio. Moving on, this is a game called Philly Flasher. Always sounded now like got, static. Huh? It always sounded like static, the sound effects. Right. <laughs> Throw a fourth sound in there, maybe. The boo doo doo. Yeah. yeah. What is that? No no Awful. sound is like that in real life. <laughs> sounds like nothing. <laughs> Here's the Philly Flasher. Now we got Philly Flasher. Somebody please explain this one to me. Philly Flasher? Like Philadelphia? 
What's Philadelphia make you think of? Ugly ben Franklin, people. The Liberty Bell, Rocky, cheesesteaks, a witch shooting milk at her. Well, there's no doubt that the game could take place in any city and that the title's only phonetic. It might as well be Chicago Dallas Picker. The game's basically the same as Beat 'em and Eat 'em. The only difference is that it's two guys drinking milk from a witch's. This game really disturbs me, but I don't get it. Is this supposed to be erotic? I don't know about you, but I'm not at all turned on by some old wrinkly witch. That's nasty, man. What sick came up with this? What were they thinking? <laughs> the Philly Flasher, so it's a witch? A witch, and you got a drink, yeah. Yeah, that's, oh, uh, that's uh... <laughs> what, what, the, what were they thinking? Like that, uh, somebody actually said, I got an idea for a game. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay, get the uh, programmers on that. Oof. I guess it would be obviously funny before erotic, because that just sounds ridiculous. For like, you know what it was? For like two seconds, on a whim, you'd probably buy the game and go, oh, let me check this out. And then you're like, bleh, bleh, bleh. Oh, this sucks. Oh, well. Back Put to way. Back, man. Yeah. Uh, finally, we got Night on the Town. Spelled with a K? Yes, and then uh, comma Jungle Fever. Now we got Night on the Town. I suppose you're a knight, and you're on a quest for the holy ass. That's right. Your goal is that princess on the top of the castle. What he wants to do with her? Well, take a guess. So as usual, the object's pretty simple. You just grab the blocks and build the bridge. But watch out for that crazy monster, and if the alligators get you, they bite your d*** off. <laughs> There's no point of walking because he's so damn slow, so you just gotta keep jumping and keep in rhythm so you don't hit the monster or the alligators. I don't have any idea what these things on their heads are. They look like Dr. Seuss characters, but one thing I never expected to see Dr. Seuss characters do is this. Alright, just one more game because I've had enough. This one is Jungle Fever. I like to call it Jungle Well, honestly, I don't know what to say about this one. How did they come up with this stuff? Alright guys, let's have a naked, big-breasted woman hanging from a helicopter shooting at flames with a naked guy in between and some cannibal bitches, I guess, trying to kill you. What the f The goal is to put out the flames and rescue them and to celebrate... Why not? <laughs> there you go. You can check out those videos on YouTube, obviously. It's Angry Video Game Nerd. He's, uh, he's entertaining. All right. I don't like the fresh talk. You know? What's the sound for Monday at? This should right be. Here. Uh, this is the sound you're listening for on is... Monday's Opie and Anthony show between 7 and 7.30 if you want to win $1,000. Damn! You just been pwned! And, uh... <laughs> and, that, and that's that. And we got... Tonight. Damn! Oh, so I, was just gonna plug, I just want to say damn. Plug gigs. Patrice tonight at uh, Stress Factory uh, in New Brunswick, Vinny's fine establishment in New Brunswick. Yes. 732-545. Uh, ha ha. Revolting but memorable. Um, tonight, tomorrow, uh, Patrice. And I'll be in Queensbury, New York at the Saratoga Comedy Queensbury. Club. The Saratoga Comedy Club. Yes, but it's in the Sweet Basil Restaurant. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm working on an hour of material, so I'm going into very small rooms and, and just going um, up and working on material. Another special? I don't know. Eventually, I would like to, but I, are people going to come out and see me? Oh, this is for your own ethic? This uh, is just <laughs> for your, your own work ethic? I you can't just share your work ethic? Uh, that, that bothered no. me. That's why I tore my tongue up. I'll tell you yeah. why. He's, no. <laughs> he's reporting he's a hard-working no. bumblebee. You I want people to know that I can I want people to know that I can see the same material as HBO. They won't come out and see me. It's self. It's selfish. 
people are going to know they're not going to come out and see me when I'm doing you, big gigs because there's the HBO stuff. Like, yeah, you, you get to see Jimmy uh, working on the new stuff, and it's uh, and it's funny. Uh, the reviews coming in, people are like, man, he, he's working. Jimmy's on stuff. not it's a lazy really comic. But yeah. It's only because I want people to come out and see me when I'm doing gigs. So yeah, lazy human. Hey, you make me sick. Oh, I'm just you're doing the best I can. <laughs> really fast uh, because we talked about it. Oh, we, we got, got a uh, we got a taste of Patrice's podcast. Yeah, PatriceOneal.com. No, we got an actual little. It's really quick. We got you giving the kitten a pep talk before he goes into battle <laughs> you won fluff you won but you didn't win win <laughs> you could have cost me three hundred and fifty dollars and sixteen cents so next time you fight you better win win feel me that's possible i'm gonna you in a cup of water <laughs> <laughs> Couple water. We were drowning. It's such, a little, it's such a little cute, adorable kitten he's holding. All you gotta, all you see is his head and his tail in my hands. Yeah, he's I'm gonna drown you in a cup of water. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Go to Patrice O'Neill for more of that. Hey, wait, is that oh, thing that you're doing with Dante? Is that is that that? Yeah. Oh, okay, man. Yeah, I've heard it's really funny. Mm -hmm. oh, that's right. You were out of the studio for a while. Yeah, we were talking about. No, I, I didn't realize that was the same. No worries. People talk about this thing he's been doing with. Uh, Shut up, hard worker. <laughs> you bug me. My nickname's 110% Jimmy. <laughs> my my hour that I may do just just because I'm working hard. I'm gonna smash it with this orange. Come to Queensbury and see. He leaves it all on the stage, Norton. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, have a great weekend. We'll see you guys Monday. All right. So long. Later. Have the walkover. I think it's on. I could hear me. Yeah, we're on. We're outside uh, K Rock here in New York City, walking down 57th Street toward XM Satellite Radio. I want to tell people also, this isn't a worst of, Hello. of no. a walkover. We uh, this is the first walkover we've done in quite some time. Yes. And, and we uh, picked the coldest day of the year. Yeah. We're a bunch of dummies. And we're pushing this Ooh. this fucking embarrassing cart. This, this is fucking embarrassing. I, I feel found, like we just landed and we're invading New York. Yeah, I think we found the first prop. cell phone to help us with the uh, the walkover. That is a bad movie prop. It's awful. It looks like a it kind of looks like a wheelchair. It's a wheelchair with like black fins on it. Yeah. That are pointed all willy nilly in wacky directions that have no rhyme or reason. Right. Right now, Danny's going sterile <laughs> just from the radiation that thing's probably given off. God, I wish. I could have beat you motherfuckers on the elevator. We're I'd have been in wall. XM right now. We're just idiots. <laughs> we had the whole summer to do this. We finally decided to do the walkover as the the, the, the freaking weather has drastically changed. Oh, I also God. want to thank Ron for uh, doing the walkover with us today. <laughs> Ron's Reverend house. Ron. I'm a big fan of Ron's house there, uh, Patrice. That's a great hat if you're being shot in the Audubon ballroom. <laughs> <laughs> they, we We're walking with a Clark Kent. <laughs> I have, a, I have seasonable a, day. a personal cold where I don't discuss dressing with white people. Well, I'm no. a good dresser. There's not just one nicely dressed guy. Right? The worst dresses are white people. I, I can't get rid I just, you annoy me. Actually, he looks like the black version of Perry White. He looks Perry very uh, white. Oh, where's that car crash? That's a we good one. Perry, Perry White. Perry White doesn't dress like this, nigga. Look, he's got the same fucking hat. Patrice is wearing a very old oh, my Why does it have to be seasonably cold? It's almost it was uh, fucking 80 degrees. And you wish you had bitching. my Perry White hat, nigga. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. That it's, is it's a, a very white hat. It's kind of a. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with that line. Just, just stay with it. Uh, stay with that one. Perry White, the reporter. Oh, no, he was, he, he, he was Perry the, White uh, was the reporter.
the, the head guy for Superman. The head guy, yes, thank you. I need, my par- I need my parka. Why are you standing here? Let's get this show on the road. This stupid wheelchair fucking show on the road. I'm just going to stand behind the fruit this, of Islam. This <laughs> the fruit of Islam. <laughs> By the way, we want to acknowledge all the people that uh, came out today. Thank yes. you, guys. That's where you yell and scream, yes. Uh, Red Rum wore a skirt. How uh, fantastic. What a trooper. Uh, are you running the marathon, sir? Yep. Holy shit. Who are shit. you? David oh, this guy's Case. a horrible bore. David? Yes. What? Uh, I'm an absolute fan. Oh, now it's fucking windy, Jesus, too. How Jewy I can he give be? a shit about this fucking jogger guy. I'm cold. <laughs> That's all I care about is yeah, me being fucking Jewy cold. <laughs> it really is fucking freezing oh. out here. We all just got little sweatshirts on. What happened? Ooh. It was like warm this morning. It was, right? Bastards. <laughs> all right. All right. This, no, this is what the walk going to be. Why are you just walking with Gil McGodfrey from, uh, from Beverly Hills Cop 2? <laughs> 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 Tell his divorce lawyer to get out of my way. <laughs> Jeez, look at this. <sighs> Look at these mummies in New York that just, it, it just, what's going on? Nothing. Just get on the bus. Holy shit. Well, it's parka time. I'm going to have to pull out that ridiculous parka everyone makes fun of. What are you carrying in your little duffel bag, Anthony? I never saw you with a little duffel bag. Medicine. Ixnay on the awful <laughs> day egg bay. Oh. Yeah. Automatic Secret? weapons and pills. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> 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 He's carrying around his own pharmacy at this point. I said, Jesus. pharmacy and weapons. Fuck. Don't fuck, fuck with, don't fuck with me. I God swear to God. Hey, at least we're not those guys. That sucks right there. Yeah. Digging a hole in I bet they don't today? feel cold. They're working. Think, you think so? No, no that sucks. Fellas! They want nothing to do with us. Yeah, I, I want to just fucking yeah, shovel dirt good. on How mad would they be if we just started kicking the dirt on them? <laughs> all right. Just rebury them. Well, what happened? There are all these people... Ah, shake it up! Ah, Philly. Mayo. I'd, I'd love to hang out What's with up, everybody. Bro? I'm freezing. All right, what's happening? Right, we'll just get everyone upstairs and do this man. in yeah, a warm we'll, climate. We'll let Come you guys upstairs. all up. That's some pernt. All right. There's the first walkover in a very, very long time. Oh, it's the, the Opie and Anthony show. We'll be upstairs in a moment. The Opie and Anthony show. The virus is spreading. XM202. Walkovers for the birds, I like to say. Well, we're going to do the walkover, what, once a week or something? Every Friday? Are we? I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's up to you. It is up to us. The listeners bitch, but you know what? I don't know. It's not that great. It isn't. It's, I don't it, like it at all. I like walking with the the fans and the listeners, and then bringing them up here and having oh, fun that way. Fun. But I think they're confused. They don't think we're having people up to the studio anymore. They need to hear the walkover and then realize, hey, they're walking. We'll walk. You can come by any day. Why wouldn't they think? I check we out have... the show. We got the bleachers and everything. A live audience. Patrice, have you been in here? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, the last time you were in here, we uh, hold on. I gotta find you. Over this here? place is magnificent. Yeah, the last I can't time get over this place. you I haven't been it. on this side of the studio though. No, we sat in that chair where I almost went into a complete coma. Oh man, <laughs> I, I did once. <laughs> Very comfortable, lazy boys just sitting back. That is ridiculous. You should put like uh, barbed wire and and that stuff to keep pigeons from landing on the roof over there. <laughs> yeah, there's no hey, need to be that comfortable. I agree with this guy. It's Dan from Ohio. What a bunch of tools. You all wait for the first morning with frost to do the walkover. Yeah, we had all summer to do that and decided. To Today, 
was the day yeah, to do dumb, it. We're, dumb, dumb well, move. Not all summer. Complete assholes. To be fair, though, it, the last it has month been the so. end of the world hot, man. So it's just like, you know. It's good yeah, to know. I like that stuff. It's good to know that God has decided not to, like, burn the earth, you know, this year. Global warming. Anthony, you're, you're a smart guy when it comes to, to, to certain things. Oh, I, I give you supreme credit. How long have we been doing heavy industry I, I don't believe in the global warming thing only just because i don't i think we haven't been doing heavy industry enough to destroy the earth i think this is just uh, almost like an ice age yeah. climate change that we happen to be living in the middle the of the industrial age pretty much started at the beginning of the uh, 1900s i don't think that the, i don't think this earth this earth be, because of this because back in the day when it was just volcanoes and and dinosaur farts there was so much <laughs> stuff going up in the air from, yeah, from volcanic horrible. ash yeah. Yeah. That I don't think our goofy cars could make a dent in the earth, and I just believe that I want to believe the global warming thing just because it's Democrat and it go against you know racist white people thinking. But <laughs> but I just think we're in the middle of something like the ice age, and we're just you know in the middle of it. I think we're much too self-centered as humans. We we think a little too much of ourselves. Like we have the power to uh, you know change the weather. I just don't Depending believe in it. Do. I, just I don't, don't think believe we do. in it at all. I don't think we do and that I, much. And I don't believe that a meteor, when it hits the Earth, is going to destroy the entire Earth. No, it doesn't. It just wipes out, like, it makes you're, the living conditions for us you're right. fucked up. It doesn't hurt the planet long term. Oh, no, I'm talking about us. I know what you're saying. I think you're right, based on the whoever, news. Whoever the, where the meteor hits, it's going to kill people in that immediate area. I don't think it's going to be a cataclysmic destruction of of, of life on I have planet. to disagree. Mm. Did you see footage of... Uh, of of Comet Shoemaker Levy when it hit uh, uh, Jupiter, Boy, Jewish, Jewish Comet, Comet uh, Shoemaker Jupiter, Levy. Yeah. It, it made a it dot and nothing happened. Impact things the size of, our, of the Earth. Those little dots were things the size of the Earth. Those 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 clouds. Yes, they would have. And they said uh, multiple times ended life as we know it on Earth that we've been hit by. If one we of hit, if we yeah. hit, get hit wow. with something bigger than Earth. No, no, they were small. They weren't bigger than Earth. They were small, but they had such an yeah, impact. Well, bigger than the damage was bigger than Earth. Yeah, uh, I I think I agree with Patrice though because. I'm kind of thinking they, they're blowing it out of proportion. Oh, all right. Hey, like the news always does. Uh, we got a big star waiting, so we could, um, we could go Problem. back to that. But, uh, and we also want to get this info out immediately. Uh, Matt in Queensbury. Queens oh, hello, Matt in Queensbury. Is this Matt LaFar? This sure is. From Queensbury. This is the famous Matt LaFar. We read his instant feedback. Uh, is this the first time we've had you on the air? Um, I've been on a couple times. I was on with John Mayer. He sang a song for my girlfriend so she wouldn't hate me way back when. Oh, okay, sure. But uh, I'm calling to beg for Jimmy's help. Uh, the tickets are sold out for the one show that I can go to, which is the early Saturday show. That's always sold out, but we'll make sure we get you. And this is a big 125-seat venue. I, I, sh I am finished. I really, I'm finished. <laughs> I sh I sh my fucking, uh, yeah, I'll make sure I get you. How many do you need? Um, well, please say a hundred. I, I would say fuck my friends because uh, you know I'm doing all the legwork here. But right. I guess you know two. I guess a two I can do. Uh, any okay. of your other friends tell them just to buy tickets for the late show. This is kind of cool. I feel like I'm talking to a famous person. This is the great Matt Lafar from, from <laughs> Queensbury. How do you say Queensbury? Uh, well, now I say it like that. But before, <laughs> in the olden days, we used to say Queensbury. Yeah. Oh but, no, no. But it's been updated. I believe even on the maps they've added some extra R's. And they take away the U. It's just Q U. E E N S B 
six R's <laughs> and a Y, and the Y has that little motorhead two dots over it. I don't know why they're there. <laughs> Twinsburg. Twinsburg. <laughs> now, also, um, I have a, a band gig, The Late Night, on Saturday, which, Jimmy, I wanted you to stop by if you'd like after your late show. I'd love to, but I'm, I'm not going to be able to. Only oh, because we're, we're, we're driving back that night, probably, unless somebody fucks me, and then we're staying. Yeah. Well, I can well, arrange you have that, a girlfriend. Too. So we're driving back. There you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's safe. Safe. I can arrange the fuck part, but I know you have a girlfriend. So what's the name of your band, buddy? King's English. King's English? Yeah. Ah, in Queensbury. King's yeah. English. King's in English in Queensbury. What kind of music does uh, the King's English uh, perform? Well, it's a cover band, and we do... Uh, Play the know, lute? Pretty much everything. <laughs> no? We do. We have a lute, and uh, we have uh, we do some klezmer, and uh, it's, it's a pretty I good know operation. some wacky instruments. All right. All right. Well, good luck to you, man, and uh, I'm looking forward to meeting you. Yeah, me too. So what? You, you, I'll just be able to come up and say who I am, and they'll let me in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah. Uh, actually, I'll... <laughs> yeah, yeah, do that. Nah, we got to take care of Matt from Queensbury. Yeah, Hold Queensbury. on the line. <laughs> okay. We'll figure something out. Get his name, at least, and Kenny will figure something Matt out. Matt Lafa. Hey, we have uh, an old friend stopping by. Patrice. No, fuck him. What? Hey. Jesus <laughs> is a pal. Is he? Is he really? Is he really? <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> is he really? It's Poe Let's going talk crazy about this. Paperwork that out there. That is true. I was actually hurt that I didn't get invited to that, that, that Memorial Day party. I would have went. Shut up, no. I would have. Hello, Hello, sir. Wow, that's what I mean. How Chris are you? Jericho. Hey, dude. Looking, looking like, an, like an actor or like something. Like a businessman. He, he, he is beautiful right what now. What happened to Chris Jericho? How beautiful yeah, Chris looks. I am now... Chris Jericho, famous author. <laughs> so he has to dress the part and yes, everything? Yes, I have to dress. I have, I have a monocle and an ascot and a pipe, <laughs> and I sit in front of a raging fire reading seg segments from my novel. Is this a different <laughs> book than you plugged on um, on the uh, the Bronx Bunny? Or yes, the same no, book? it's the same one. It just finally came out. I've What's been working on it for like a year and a half. I told you about the Bronx Bunny. Bro I, I thought yeah. that was hilarious, dude, that no, Bronx Bunny. Bronx thing. Bunny is this show from, uh, it's from Ireland. And it's like mm -hmm. this guy, these guys who have, they're like puppeteers. And these puppets oh, oh, interview oh. you. Gotcha. But the thing is, once you start the interview, you don't even realize there's a, a guy on the floor who's like manipulating the puppets. <laughs> you actually, they're, and they're, they're really great. They're like really insult you. And it's just a wide open show. It's a lot of fun. It's kind of like this one, actually. And you're just talking to the fucking puppet. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> And insulted by the yeah. puppet. He's like, hey, you fucking suck. And the, it's like, shut up, puppet. It was the best one. And he goes, they, the puppet goes, he, because Chris would be like going, you know, he would start at something and go, yeah, you know, and then they would go, will you just answer the fucking question? <laughs> I can't. I just talk for hours. Wait, can we get that audio? I can't just do answer it. the fucking question. I remember this now. Yeah, we, we've played some segments from that show. Let's find the, the one that Chris Jericho was on. The Bronx Bunny. The Bronx, it's been a while, man. Where have you it been? It has been, man. It's, it was just fun to see you guys. Again, it's funny because uh, we were uh, trying to get through, and they're like, I don't know, new producer, old producer. And I was like, I'm gonna no call producer. Opie no and producer Anthony, producer no producer. <laughs> yeah, we I'm call just gonna no call producer. you, I'm just gonna show up outside the window and go, Opie, <laughs> <laughs> remember me? Yeah, man, I've just been uh, been working on this book and I've uh, been doing a couple other things, but fucking writing a book, man. I, I gotta be honest, Holy I, smokes. I haven't been able to read it yet. There's so many authors coming by these days, my, I got like, they're stacking <laughs> up yeah, in my yeah. house because I really try to read a little before you guys come in, but I'll tell you this much it's called uh, Alliance. Tale by Chris Jericho, and uh, right on the front cover, Mick Foley writes, thoughtful, thorough, and laugh out loud funny. Jericho's book is winner, and I've heard uh, further from Mick that he's scared that your book is uh, way better than his, and I loved his book. 
Well, I that's mean, the plug I mean, I'm giving you today. I, that's all you. I could give you. Well, th- I think this book's in the same vein as, as Mick's first one is, and obviously that's kind of the the top of the mountain. You want to try and write that if you because the reason why this book is 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 a lot of fun is is. It's not just a book written for wrestling fans. It's a book written for people that don't know about wrestling because it's more the story of this dream I had from wanting to be a wrestler at eight years old, watching wrestling with my grandma in her basement, forced to. Well, I'll slow you down a second. Who did you watch when you were eight? AWA was from Minnesota. Oh, some of the guys, Winnipeg. though. So it was uh, Hulk, Hulk Hogan okay. when he first started before he went to WWE and the guys like Nick Bockwinkle and Baron Von Raschke and all these wacky guys from Minneapolis. And I watched Bugs Bunny at five and I watched Hockey Night in Canada at seven and wrestling was on in the middle. But because my grandma was in charge of the TV, you couldn't change the channel. That's all there was to it. You're, wa- you're watching wrestling. So that's how I got into it right off the bat. And then soon afterwards, I was like, I'm going to do this. I want to be a wrestler. Right. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm eight years old. I'm like a midget. <laughs> Eight years old. Yeah, exactly. So I left home. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> little little shock on a pole. The child league, which was really underground. <laughs> Very much so. It was a sweatshop. Yeah, so that's kind of the, that's kind of the deal, and this is like this is how I followed my my dream of becoming a wrestler, but all around the world, going to Mexico and Japan and Germany and all these different places, and, and not just the things that happen in the ring, but like some of the things that happen outside of the ring, the life threatening situations and the dangerous things that happened, and so it's kind of the, that's the tale. I think that's why people are digging it. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, man. Was it uh, was hard to write? I'll tell you what. I thought, well, I'm going to write this book. And, so I know uh, Jimmy just wrote a book, uh, too. And dude. Uh, he just made it seem like it was easy. Well, then he's a genius, man, because it took oh, me about 18 months to write this thing. And even crazier was that uh, I, we had twins last summer, and I have, a, I have a son, too. So my wife would be with the twins. I'd put my son to bed at 10. I'd write from 10 to 3 in the morning, then get up with my son at 7. And that was my schedule for like 18 months. It was like being a, a radio host or something. You know, like five yeah. hours a night, man? That's, that's amazing, though, to, to, to do that. You have to kind of do that to like just regiment yourself, and I was never able to do that. It's tough. And then, you know, I'm such a control freak. I edited it myself. I wrote all the, you know, all the oh, you did. and everything. Took pick the pictures, uh, cool. pick the captions. But once again, I think that's why it works because if this is my story, I don't want anybody else writing it. Right, right. No one else course. is going to know how to do it like I can. You're happy with the way it came out, right? Yeah, like it's exactly the way I wanted it. Good. Exactly. Because I'm obsessed with it. I'm an, I'm an idiot. You do a good show, too, on uh, on uh, on XM, man. Do you still do the show? I, I got fired off of XM. Why? I, all right. They had a new program. Way to go, Jimmy. They had well, a new yeah, program. Uh, uh, it was on Sunday nights and, and, and you played good stuff, man. Two years For two years I had the show and then they got a new program director and you guys know how that works. Wait, what the... What show did I was he on do? The, I was on the Boneyard. Yes, it was called the Rock Station on uh, next to this one. It was called yes, <laughs> close man. And what you just played whatever you wanted. Yeah, the Rock of Jericho it was called, and I Very did it cool. for two years, two hours, man. It was fun. But then uh, I had a new program director. What were your favorite hair bands growing up? I was more. I was more than the hardest of. Although like, Boneyard's maiden. more than hair bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, not, that's, I was, being, that's I was not fair. Of, really, great. Maiden guy, Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden, Dio, and, and those type of guys. How about you, Patrice? What was your favorite hair metal band? Um, I knew a lot of them. Patrice knows what trip, yeah. yeah. I know he does. I, I know what you were doing. I'm trying Christ, to get him to stop have an answer for you. You know, you, being, you know what? That's very fair of you because I, I, I'm doing some asshole shit right now. I'm just the shit you was talking about. Just it was just bugging me. So <laughs> let me. <laughs> he, was, he was reading the paper, man. He was reading the sports. I was section. just seeing how much, how many stars they gave American Gangster, and you know what? <laughs> Patrice has a great way. <laughs> you know what? You're fucking absolutely right. I just, I was just disgusting. You have a great, I'm with you now. You have a great way of making people feel insignificant. This is my life. Yeah. Once upon a time. <laughs> yeah, he's and really he's American pouring his three soul stars. Out. That's bullshit. Everybody's right. figuring out names of books. I'm gonna call it. So <laughs> he was going through. I'm like, hmm, first one is Top Rope. <laughs> Your favorite no, hair band, no, Patrice. No. Let's go. <laughs> favorite hair band. Um, They'll have an answer for I you, would, Chris. I would say, um, 
Nope. Not really. Ozzy Osbourne wasn't a hairband. No, that wasn't a hairband. Who said that? that. Chris um, would agree that Ozzy was a hack. You, you would agree oh, with that, boy. right? No, I can't, man. <laughs> you know, I, I just I, want one guy to say it in front of Jimmy. Hairbands were very um, one-hit wonderish, so I can't imagine mm. there was a there was a a one that was like this hairband here got mixed in with all of it. They were great. It seems like they were Molly Crew. Well, there's a couple that stuck on, out more. Come no, it's a bunch of that mess. Ah, Quiet Riot. Quiet Riot. Quiet Riot. But that's it's what they, you know. Favorite I want to rock. That's Chris's sister. Chris's sister. Come on, let's go. I don't go. know any other twist. Uh, uh, Molly Crew. You know Molly Crew. I would. Uh, would you welcome to the jungle? Guns N' Roses. Yeah, Guns N' Roses is hardly a one-hit wonder. Yeah. Probably the greatest band. Let me tell you about wonder. Maybe Patrice no, is no, no. Guns the most is knowledgeable black man on white people I've ever known in my life. <laughs> I, 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 ever. <laughs> I yeah. mean, to, to have the reference not, point to pull it, but no. I know these... Uh, he knows us like one learns their enemy. He doesn't like white stuff. <laughs> he studies white people so he can hurt us with our own enemy. The art of war. <laughs> he uses them against us. That's right. Of course he does. He sucks a lot of war. <laughs> when it comes to Twisted Sister. <laughs> he hates all things white. <laughs> but he knows them all, it yeah. Was back, there was a time... It, I would think we talked about before, but there was a time where you knew each other's music. There was a time where, like right now, it's got to be a bad time for white music because I know nothing. But, but, you yeah, don't hear it. But I was forced to listen to it growing up. You just hear, you heard white music. I knew R.E.M. I knew this, that, and the third. Now I don't know anything, but I knew Twisted Sister. But you're kind of right, though. There's not a lot of new bands that, that are really that popular that are crossing over. I can't even think of hardly any new bands that I like recently. White people music is is dead right now. I hear it. You don't, like, not, I don't, you don't well, like music Mother first. Or... I like Wolf Mother. I like Avenged Sevenfold. There's a couple bands that are pretty cool. Yeah, but saying, it's not like he's saying like it was nah. back in the day when everyone knew who, who Quiet Riot was. or everyone Let's knew not who, forget yeah. that we're talking to the lead singer of Fozzie here. You well, know? That's right. Absolutely. Which I, to this day, and this is what I'm saying, if I really was deep, deep entrenched, I would go... I would. I just thought you were doing a wrestling thing. I did not. I thought realize. it was a work. Right. Yeah. That's I right. Just didn't realize this was Definitely. a serious well, thing the, for the, you. The first time I ever did O and A was when I first started following oh, you. Doing, fuck! Like, you wouldn't doing, break character. <laughs> doing like a Spinal Tap Blues Brothers thing where I came in as Moon Goose McQueen, which was my yeah, alter ego. Right. We were <laughs> calling you Mule Juice. Mule Juice. Mule Juice McDick. The first time, like you guys didn't know who I was. I didn't know who you guys. We've come were. a long way, Chris. I, it was so funny because like you guys were trying to make, make me break character. I wouldn't do it. You were busting my balls. I was busting your balls. The best thing was, you guys probably remember this. Andrew Dice Clay was there, and Dice was, he didn't have a clue what was going on. He was like, well, is this guy a wrestler? Is he a singer? Yeah. And you guys are going, he's a wrestler, and I'm going, I'm a singer. He goes, listen, he says he's a singer, he's a singer. Give him a break. So it was Jericho and Dice versus Opie Anthony, yeah. Moon Goose McQueen. What, what, Moon pissed, Goose. what pissed us off, too, because we were huge fans of your wrestling back yeah. then, especially, and we're like, fuck this stupid I, music yeah, thing. I we want to talk to Chris Jericho, but, the wrestler. Just how, like, but then how you proved us wrong at the time. Because the Fozzie thing did take off, and and, and it, it became you know this this thing for a while. Yeah, there was yeah. so much going on with your character at the time. We wanted to kind of talk about that, and you wouldn't even fucking was, break I just, character. I was being, oh, such was a, I was being so pretentious oh, you were. to do it. We used to make fun of your Pebbles hairdo and Everything, <laughs> everything, man. It's so funny though. Up, like man. now we're like buzz, but yeah. that's what it was. Oh my start. god, you got us so pissed off. We actually were calling your hair to a cum fountain. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you guys are so mad at me. Yeah, <laughs> that was so funny. And can I ask you? Um, that was awful. You were, you was in heel during the time of Fozzie, right? And so would you be? Since it was a serious thing, was you upset? 
when the crowd would boo you like because you was a heel but you was actually doing your good music and they like fucked Chris Jericho at the time it was tough because yeah when we first started like like it was just a total schizo thing I was I was doing the Andy Kaufman Tony Clifton like I was not Chris Jericho I was Moon Goose I came from Japan Chris Jericho was a fan of mine and we do it was a couple times we played live and, and and people would start to boo and at the time it was cool like this is great and then after a while like man we really fucked ourselves because people booed this yeah. as like a, a heel thing that's a good right, question that's what I'm saying. and then when you know then when we took it more of a serious thing people didn't know if it was real is it bullshit so it was kind of a weird place because at first it was just a fun thing we did it just just for fun and then we started getting really good and then we said well, we should try and take this a little bit further but but because we started in such a weird way it was hard to kind of break out of that but we finally ended up doing that like you said mm -hmm. so. now you're doing a WWE like I, I see a lot of stuff when the WWE guys branch off into different areas like I seen Condemned Condemned was pretty good by the way with Steve Austin I enjoyed that movie you know oh did he really I, I like the movie. That was the, uh, he was a convict on an he was island a convict, or whatever. And I thought and that it was pretty damn yeah. good, and he didn't overdo it. But, like, are you doing your stuff now with all this WWE thing attached? Like, can you be just Chris well, Jericho by no. yourself? Well, or, did, or no? He hasn't wrestled in a while, but there's a heavy rumor, I mean, rumor, that he's going back. He ain't to the going WWE. back. This dude is he's an He's going actor. back. See his muscles, see his arms. He's lost weight. He's in shape. See, he's regular guy in shape now. Do you see The Rock now? He's regular guy. He's skinny big. guy. He's he's not wrestling big anymore. He's regular in shape normal guy big now and that's he's not going back to no fucking wrestling well, even no. so even if he did it's all about personality and a lot of guys have forgotten that nowadays now you did you guys know that patrice actually worked in the yeah. wwe he used to write he used to write there for uh, how long and like a month or a, 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 <laughs> a month I got five seriously i'm not Look, even joking let me tell you something when you're in that thing it's like you got to be in it and i just wasn't seven. in it and, yeah. and i just had to get fired but i i loved it but my thing is when I did met, Vince McMahon fire you personally? The no, angry Vince? Uh, Stephanie did. He didn't go, you Stephanie, are you are fired. fired Patrice, she fired I'd me. like to see you in my office. <laughs> she fired me eight times. You stink. <laughs> you know, I've been going through some of your writing, and it stinks. I, let me tell you something. You know how you're proud of something? I'm going to write my own material. <laughs> I, got a little, I got a little sketch I want to run uh, past you right about now. <laughs> How about this one? You write me something, I think it sucks ass, and you're fine. fine. <laughs> that was you like that sketch? Do you like it? <laughs> he was very, he was, I told you guys that I've only had, I've only blinked slow at three dudes in my life, like where I wear. <laughs> Like, where I'm just like... Blink slow. Yeah, you're all you're tearing holding back with tears. It was just, you know, that... What's that music? Awestruck. It just... <laughs> little bird. <laughs> and he was one. And because it was just... He, his aura was magnificent. Yeah, he is And quite none the, of the wrestlers... Personality. I had that. Like, I, I, when I was doing it, I met the wrestlers. Like, hey, what's happening? Like, Tess is as big of a human being as you can see. But you just go, hey, how you doing? This is how you doing? And and at that time, I didn't meet him at the time, but he was one of the big heavies. He's like one of the guys that could ride in a jet uh, from yeah. where they go into the next day, and then everybody else had to like I'll take the bus use or, a skateboard yeah, we, we or fucking on a train. We didn't associate with the We didn't associate with the lowly riders. <laughs> <laughs> they sat in the front, and and the riders were in the back with a plane. Is you know you were on Vince's plane and all that. The, the riders go with Vince. Wow. The writers stay with Vince. The writers don't get there on their own because they got to write the shows. 
And the thing that that was great about and you Vince, got ten wrestlers wow. in a van piling in, piling in, but it would be it arena would be, to arena. It would be him. But you were one of the guys that the, got the, the Undertaker. Stone Cold, The Rock, and maybe now Ray Mysterio might be on. But the the guy with the uh, pituitary gland thing, <laughs> he's not on. Um, the giant Indian who should just be removed from wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> the pituitary—that's his gimmick, ladies and gentlemen. Weighing five hundred pounds, the, the pituitary, pituitary gland. gland. He has Ray Mysterio's legs and uh, and yeah. Kane's body, they, Kane's upper torso. <laughs> they've been trying to get the new Andre the Giant for years, yeah. forever. Yeah. And the giant, but they can't Big get it figured out. Was him, and but I don't know what happened. But Big Show was him. Big Show is definitely the new Andre the Giant, for a second. Wait, you were a guy that was a headliner for wrestling. You told me about him. Is he still the same dude? He was like a young little, guy. Little, yeah, a little white dude. He's the guy. He's like... Now, why has he got to be a white dude? He's the guy. He, yeah. Because he is. He's not a little black dude. <laughs> Can't just be a dude? Yeah, no, you know, the little dude. I'm tired you of white people trying to like make that? things colorless. Because no. you can't say nigger no more. I can still be well, racial. Hey, and you I'm can gonna, say it. We I can't. Mean, yes, indeedy. <laughs> yes, yes, indeedy. I like to use race to describe things. Um, <laughs> So do we. We're, we're just not yes. allowed anymore. Yes, We've had we our balls cut off. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd be in the plane writing, and the big stars would be in the front of the plane. It would be going from arena. It wasn't to arena. him, but I knew who it, I knew who the guys was. It would be Triple H without a question. I, and I and I think the pecking order is probably Triple H is at the top of the the pile because he, he's married to his daughter for one, and he's just you know the dude. But Undertaker very close. Jericho is very close. Uh, Stone Cold very close in terms of. They got, cause they would do, they would work every goddamn day. But then it would be like, I would say seven guys that can get on a plane with Vince and and be comfortable. That weren't like, uh, uh, it, it was it was. Uh, who the else would you say? I, I didn't miss you got anybody. Them all, though. You got yeah, them all. it's all of them. And the That's rest about is it. right. Are know. they nervous around Vince? Cause I don't know. Not I, dudes like him. Dudes who can talk are not nervous around Vince. Dudes who can mm. do a shoot interview. Uh, the Kurt Angles, the he the guys. No, what, what who it is, can it, talk. it just he's like you said, it's a very intimidating presence. And when you first start out, until you have that confidence and have a little bit of leverage, I mean, sure. still, of course, you're still scared of him. He's your boss. I mean, sometimes you want to kill him, but um, it's one of those things. After a while, you just got to treat him like a normal guy. Or else, you, you, he he's got so many yes men surrounding him. He's sick of yes men, so you got to sometimes just tell him. You know, I didn't get a harumph out of you. <laughs> <laughs> this coffee is too cold. <laughs> yes, boss. Yes, boss. Yes, Thank boss. you, sir. Yes, what about me? Boss. Bad idea. Good what idea. About Thank me, you. Boss. <laughs> yes, hey guys, hey guys. So that's kind of the deal with that. And you asked me before about about if I could write this book within the WWE world. I like because I took a step back and not working with the company, I was able to write the book the way I wanted to write so it. So this is your book. This it's is my book. association with it, it doesn't even talk beautiful. about the WWE. It's just my time to get there. It took me nine years to get there, and this is the journey to get there. So which is good, because if I would have written it with, within their system, you'd probably leave a few, WWE stuff. And you yeah. would have left a few things out. I remember probably. the day you yeah. came in. On in 1999, like the right, when, that's it, right, when good was, memory. Because uh, there was the whole thing was uh, Y2 uh, Y2O, Y2K, 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 and he was Y2J, and right. they got you into a thing, right? They pushed him big right away because mm -hmm. what they would do is two guys would you would you would get pushed by where they go, okay, they trying to make him big. One, if you fucked around with Rock, and if you fucked around with uh, the Taker. Would be like okay, they got they trying to push him, in and and he they put him on with the Rock right away on a word battle with with the Rock, where he where, when he Rock would go, it doesn't matter what you think, 
at that time, and they put him in when the Y2J character came out. That, that's when, you know, that was like, damn, they're trying to push. They're going to push this guy. Like, you know, it's funny trying to explain to kids nowadays when they nowadays and they ask me, well, what does Y2J mean? And I have to explain. The kid's like 10. Yeah. He doesn't know what Y2K is. So trying to explain Y2J, you just get this blank look of that makes no sense. It's like, well, it doesn't really make sense, but it would if you were like over 30. <laughs> it's a great nickname if you're older. So you got beat up by uh, Bret Hart's Everyone. dad that you did. You was oh, in the basement in? thing. Yeah, actually, I I moved from Winnipeg hey, well, to Calgary. the basement. That was uh, Bret Hart's father. The dungeon. dungeon. Yeah, all the Canadian guys got beat up. Yeah. They had they had a dungeon there. It was called. And it was basically Bre uh, Stu Hart's basement, and it was a, a small little room and it had a low hanging ceiling. It looked like the basement from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with these pipes everywhere. Is that Stu on the phone? I hope not. Is that Kenny's phone? Away. I'm sorry. Come on. It's live radio. We have oh. to be professional here. But this yeah, gets Kenny very upset. He's on the phone. I'm ruining the show. <laughs> he, he will have apology emails to everybody. As he should, because he ruins Within everything two hours. he touches. I'm sorry. It'll never happen again. I went home and punished myself. <laughs> and it wasn't even a phone call. It was probably a reminder of his to think a racist thought. Right. <laughs> I, I don't want that to ever die. <laughs> Fucking Kenny, I love him. You know what's funny? Up, we're talking about Calgary. Up in Calgary, there's a friend of mine who lives up in Calgary. His name is Spewey. He imitates you guys because he listens to you all oh, the no. time. Wow. But he imitates this guy right here. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy. What are you talking about? Sounds like a racist thought. And so I'm like, what are you talking like? He goes, oh, I, watch open, I listen to Open Anthony all the time. He's imitating you guys all the way up in Canada in the middle of freaking nowhere. People are imitating you, Jimmy. Oh, good. Thanks. Uh, it's fun to imitate. Perfect. You lay down, have a girl shit on you. Do <laughs> <laughs> you marry? <laughs> you marry, Chris? Yes, I am. Yeah, he's got the ring on. How does a guy... Right. Good-looking dude like you. Like I got a girl, and I'm trying hard to not get married and the whole thing. Has she, she was she there during the rough times of yeah, and I, you're loyal to a kind of thing? She's there absolutely. from the beginning. Uh, two things. One, she wasn't a wrestling fan. I met her in a restaurant. Two, uh, I met her in '98 when I was still in WCW before I even really got to the you know quote I guess to the big leagues. Right. So yeah, you know right from the start that she was there. It wasn't just some kind of a money hungry gold digger. <laughs> Uh, so that's kind of uh, why I think we were able to, to, to last for a while, for as long as we have. And a hmm. few kids now. Three kids? Three kids, yes, man. Absolutely. We have twins, like I said, and then a four-year-old son, too. Right twins on. or girls, or boy? Girls. Twin girls. girls? And it's funny, yeah, Good because now like they're only one, but the, 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 the basic human instinct catches on where like one of them will be holding something, and the other one will come and just take it for no reason, and the other one cries, and then she just drops it, and then they, they're stealing from each other. They push each other down, and they're just babies. They don't know what they're doing, but that's the basic human nature. Push someone down and steal their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you see these things. Hey, um, I'm looking at the book, and there's, there's a picture of it, obviously... Uh, in the back that you weren't going to include, which I found very interesting that you wrote that, and you, you did eventually bring it in. Which, which yeah, there's a, the, obviously throughout the course of this book, um, Chris Benoit is a huge part of it because he mm -hmm. was he was a big influence on me both professionally and, and personally. I met him in '92 in Calgary, and I was a fan of his from from watching him. In, you know, he was only a couple years older than me, but um, so he became like a big brother and a mentor, and we traveled the world together for years. This story ends in 1999. It's the story of my career, like I said, from '90 90 to '99. So I finished the book in, in May. And then uh, in June is when all the stuff went. When you know all the stuff happened with him, so um, I went back and I was able to to go through the book and I, I wanted to see like how it would read and how it resonate, knowing that I talked so positively about this guy and so many great experiences, mm -hmm. but then it ended off in such a horrible way. So uh, there was a picture of him and his wife and myself 
and Stu Hart at Owen Hart's funeral, Stu's son. And I was going to take the the picture out, but then I thought to take it out would be to suggest that that he, they never existed and they did exist and this time frame happened. Uh, so I left it in there. I thought you know it'd be like you know having something with the twin towers and editing it out. Like, mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Just yeah. Because it ended in a bad way, still doesn't mean it didn't exist. So what I did do is I wrote a forward that just said, you know, this is the guy that I knew between these years. Because it'd be like a big black cloud hanging over this book. It's a very funny, humorous, comedic, positive story. But if you didn't address the Benoit situation, I think it would really read a little bit strange. So I was able to go through and, and you know, kind of write a little thing about it. So. And it sounds... Oh. It sounds crazy because every time there's something awful happens, people look back at the person or their life and go, "Wow, was there anything that indicated uh, what was what was coming?" You 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 look back on your history with him, and there's nothing you can look back on that was an indicator. No, right? absolutely not. Like like if I had to go somewhere, I would uh, I would have left my kids with him. Like that's how much the, my best friend that I ever had in the business, and that's wow. what makes it even harder. Like I have to deal with this every day. For other, you know, I'm not saying it in a bad way, but for other people, that the big story happens and something else right. happens, and two months from now, it's kind of just, oh yeah, I remember that the wrestler guy. For me, it's like every day of my life, I have to deal with it and try and figure out, you know, what do you think it was? I mean, was yeah, it, was dude, it you can't just think a moment of rage. I mean, I, you, we'll never know. We're not wired to think that way. I mean, if you get that that insane or mental problem, or it could be demon possession for all I know, I have no idea. There were never signs. No, never, nothing. Nothing. So, just you know, something we gotta, yeah, gotta deal yeah. with. So, and he was, uh, yeah. he really helped out uh, your career over the years. Totally, as, you as guys a, are really close, professionally and, uh, and personally. You were Gr- close with Eddie Guerrero too, yeah. right? Yeah, very and much. He's now so. gone as yeah, well. Actually, dedicated the book to Eddie right. um, way early on. Uh, yeah, he. That was a. That one was maybe even harder in a different way because it was such a surprise and such a shock. And Eddie was such a sweet guy, man, just a good dude and. You know, had had a lot of great times with him. Just the thing about the book, I mean, there's I, I wrote a thing in the back of all the guys that are in the book that actually aren't around to check it out. There's Owen Hart, Owen Hart, Brian Pillman. I mean, there's tons of guys. It, it, you know, wrestling it, it kind of gets glossed over unless something bad happens. No one ever really hears much about the positive side of it. But it's such a difficult <clears throat> job because there's only a handful of people in the world that can do it at, at a high level. But there's millions of fans that want to see it everywhere worldwide so it's very mentally and physically taxing and grueling it's it's you know it's a tough job i have to say dude we i know and this is the thing it's like i'm a wrestling fan and i mean we're not gonna gloss over because even Vince McMahon tries to give it something else because they know it's not you know a, a, a 200 pound man punching another 200 pound man in the face is is death yeah but to watch them what they are and i'm not trying to marginalize it they are stuntmen who can act so they're falling like after everything there's a guy running in a room with some dude trying to put his his uh his dislocated uh you know back in back in place like a chiropractor who goes hey what you do i think i, I think i'd probably slipped a disc in my neck and you just see it going <laughs> crack back in all right tomorrow all right. when you're on there. the bus you got to do it again but you 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 give them a piece of paper that you wrote words on and they fucking just go all right they read it. Hey, let me tell you something motherfucker i'm gonna knock your head off <laughs> and then they fly through the air on tables and shit and it it's a respect you should have, not on the fact that okay, we know it's not real. You didn't really kick him in his balls. But show when business. You did this shit. Yeah, it's show but business. But it's, <laughs> it's dudes are talented. Yeah, but yeah. there's also talented some, guys. They're also taking some real shots. Dude, wrestling did change. Like I, I I was watching some old wrestling. It was on cable or something, and it was beyond fake. Where they were barely hitting yeah, each other. But yeah. the new guys, they actually do hit each yeah. other. And, 
and take some shots. Not obviously not the over the top moves, but they're taking some. Yeah, yeah. you can make There's, mistakes. There's a guy who's not walking now. Uh, the draws, draws, yeah. but mistakes, oh, man. Yeah. There's there's a story in my book from when I was in Knoxville. I I was practicing before the match and I I broke my arm literally. Like I was looking at it and had this weird little divot in it. So I went Oof. to the hospital. He uh, he said well, you got to have surgery right now. And I said well, I just have this wrestling appearance I have to make. And I'll just he goes okay well tomorrow at seven a.m. you're getting surgery. So of course I basically snuck out of the hospital, went back to the arena. Dumbest thing. Put my gear on. The promoter was all like what the fuck you break your arm for? And I was like don't worry I'm still gonna wrestle. Okay no problem. So then uh, I went in the ring. I wrestled this match with a broken arm. I had aspirin in my system. I was all like whacked out, and uh, I got cut open. I was bleeding like you know, looked like a, a reject from the Carrie movie. Like a bucket of blood just dumped all over me, and I'm on the floor with a broken arm, bleeding everywhere. And there's this puddle of blood, and there's like this total uh, stereotypical redneck hillbilly. He's wearing like the overalls with the big gut hanging out, little cowboy like goofy cowboy hat, and he might as well had like the hay hay uh, straw. And he's like. That ain't real blood. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, you asshole. He goes, that ain't real blood. And he puts <clears throat> his finger in it, and he, like, tastes it, and he's like, yeah, that ain't real blood. And first, I'm like, how gross are you? Like, how, does my, <laughs> how does my DNA taste? And second of all, how could it not be real blood? I have no shirt on. Would I have a magical pump in my, <laughs> yeah. in my, in my pants? I've got a magical pump in my pants, all right. But, you know, it's like, is this, is this, is this blood just coming from nowhere? But, I mean, that's kind of the, some of the stuff that, that you go through. But I just love that guy just like, licking the blood. Like, mm, that ain't real blood. Let's I know what real blood tastes like. Yeah. Is anybody cold, you fog fucking horn. hate in the business, man? Hey, dude, you know what, man? At this level, you're just a professional. You go out there. Some guys that rub you the wrong way, but it's business. You know, it's business. Who rubs you the wrong way? This guy, you know, you want okay, to get not who, See, But what type of personality rubs you the wrong way? Guys that take themselves too seriously. And that's a good way to ask that question, Patrice, because at this stage of the game, like I said, I had this goal and this dream that I accomplished. I win. I'm not bitter towards anybody. Some guys are assholes. Fuck them. I don't care. I'm happy. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I did what I wanted to do. But guys that take themselves too seriously, especially on this job, because this is show business and it's, it's comedy. Man, like just you got to have fun with it and then enjoy yourself. And you know, it's it's not real. So you hit him a, a little extra hard. Well, not not here, but overseas. You know, like when I first started going over to Japan, for example, being a foreign guy, they don't like having the foreign guys over there as much. At least they didn't used to in the early nineties. So it would be a little bit more of a, of a fight. You know, the first guy, the first match I ever had in Japan, I worked wrestle this guy called Weda, and he was a kickboxer who actually wore boxing gloves in the ring. And this yeah. was before there was MMA. It was kind of this weird mixed martial arts wrestling. Company. Company. And uh, this this dude came in, man, and he wasn't pulling anything. He was kicking me and punching me. Like, I could see it in his eyes. You know, who's this little fucking foreign guy? So, you know what? He nailed me so hard, and I was just getting the crap kicked out of me. And, and there was no rules in this company. It was called FMW. So I just went to the floor and I grabbed a chair and I, I went back in the ring and he turned his back on the pretty boy and I just I I hit him in the head as hard as I could with the chair with the chair I was like fuck this and man you could just see him he just like wilted and just fell down and after that he was very nice very very easy to work with afterwards but <laughs> you know you just kind of had to, to kind of had to get yourself some space and get a little respect the right. same thing in Mexico too the foreign guys come in they didn't like it it was a little more of a, of a, of a shoot until until they knew that you could actually work together and then <clears> the point of the business. Is is to work together. It's like improv comedy. You want to work together to put on the best show. And the more you put the other guy over, the better it is for everybody. Where As a guy's about to hit you with a chair, someone yells, freeze. Exactly. <laughs> now you hit me with a rubber chicken. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I, I hate being such a giddy wrestling fan. It just bothers me. But I, I just love it. I just, you know, I just love... Where do you, you know? Yeah, where do you guys uh, hide the razor blades? I've always wanted to know that. It's a magician's secret. 
a lot of guys have different places to put it, but it's it's an art form, man, because... Because they could get in the way and then cut you when you oh, don't want to be yeah. cut. Yeah. I'm sure that's happened. You, I always want to know that question. I think like, I know, actually. The, they put it, like, on the thigh, like, the, the scrotum covers it on the thigh, and they just act right in there. <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you cut your horn off, that's just part of the business, man. That's just but the way it goes. But it looks okay. You don't have the dusty rose head. Yeah, well, that was more of a set. <laughs> 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 yeah. When, he, when him and Abdullah the Butcher used just, the road, you know, the road butter knives. <laughs> <laughs> The ro road map on the foreheads. <laughs> it see, it's just hard to look at it. Yeah. Some of the guys just took, you know, yeah. There was <laughs> what am I trying to say? They weren't careful. That's there was sure. guys in Mexico because they were wear masks there. They're all like cultural superheroes, like comic book heroes. Their chins would be totally scarred up, like 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 they had a beard of scars because oh, only their man. mouths are showing. So they couldn't do it on, under the mask. They would do their chin instead. So like these guys, like totally normal face with like this horrible goatee of scars. <laughs> That sounds like a horror movie. Goatee. Did, did you plan for the future where you're like, look, man, I like in your contract was like, I will bleed only on pay-per-views. No, I just just do it. I mean, you're smart about it. Yeah, like some guys thought it was cool. Like I'm gonna get bloody. I'm hardcore, and it's like, fuck, man, you just got you're gonna look stupid. Like when you're 50, <laughs> walking around with a roadmap on your forehead. Did they tell you you had to get bloody for this one, that one, or would it just be kind of like you said, this is a good one to get bloody on? Shit, like I said, it's show business, man. So it's all it's all an elaborate show. Um, mm. You know, like I said, that's the most important thing. It's like it's like a Shakespearean morality play for the modern era. There's a good guy, there's a bad guy, there's a confrontation, there's a denouement, and there's a finish. And then that's kind of if Shakespeare was alive today, he'd be writing wrestling shows. Do you have a favorite match quote. ever? Uh, got a lot of them. Probably WrestleMania 19 against Shawn Michaels uh, in Seattle at the Enormo Dome or whatever the hell it was called. That was a good one because a lot of people said it was the best match on the show. And at WrestleMania is like the Super Bowl, so if you want to get out there and put on a show, that's the time to do it, you know. And it, it was just cool to to be at that level, especially all these you know working at a, a kid's birthday party when I first started, getting paid a hot dog and a glass of orange juice, to uh, you know being held up at this on the side of the road by a chick in Mexico City in the middle of nowhere. Uh, she, I, I picked her up. She was going to take me to a party. Her and her brother held up like uh, oh rob yeah Ban rob. banditos she, yeah she was gonna take me to a party so we're, sexy. We're, we're driving yeah it wasn't sexy we're driving to this party and her and i are making out in the back and it's like this is great this is gonna be a party and this girl's hot and we, we i noticed it's getting more and more desolate until we're finally like in the middle of nowhere like dude there's nothing like mexico city murder capital of the world holy shit so i go where's this party at? and the guy's like the party is you know right here and the gun right there man and if you've ever seen the beginning of the james bond films where like you see those grooves on the inside of the gun. Yeah, yeah. I never knew what that was until I actually saw the grooves on the inside of the gun sticking in my, a guy, my face. Oh, you said a girl? Like a guy and a girl. Oh, I thought you just got robbed by a girl. Well, <laughs> even worse. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. no girl do That's shit nice, to me. <laughs> yeah. Just put your little pink gun away. I'm glad you added a man to that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was brutal, man. As they're driving away, I'm, I still have the taste of this girl's lipstick on my mouth and I'm thinking, this bitch just robbed me and I bought her dinner as well because I met her in a restaurant so I really got screwed on both accounts Man. but you know when something like that happens you're like you know I'm going to take this and use it in a positive way because there ain't no chick that's going to rob me and then I'm not going to make it as a result so she probably has 12 kids in TJ somewhere and I'm here you know with you guys so I win plug in the alliance tail around the, book. the world Hispanics. Yeah, I was showing I was showing Anthony <laughs> the picture the, book, oh, yeah. right? the picture of when I was uh, the phoenix the it's, it's, go, yeah, go, go in the color, go in the color, uh, the color insert. I had no gigs going on, and nothing was happening for me. So I decided I'm, I need a gimmick. I need a fancy gimmick. So what I did 
was uh, I, I found this Egyptian mask and I thought I'm going to be the phoenix. So I got this goofy mask and then I glued all these these like uh, feathers on it. And then I went and bought some aluminum poles from a hardware store and soldered them together in the shape of wings. Then I wrapped a bunch of spandex around it and got like a bunch of sparkly sequins and stuff. And oh. then I, I, like, I thought, like, this is it. This is going to be my ticket to the big time. <laughs> So like if you see like the picture is like the the, the wings are crooked the mask is like yeah. not even it sucks you got mangy feathers on there it's terrible <laughs> and I didn't even have money for straps so I stapled some spandex straps on to the to the to the contraption then I go outside to like where I'm gonna take pictures like I guess like in an open field like near a forest which apparently is where phoenixes are from and. <laughs> As I'm ready to take the picture, the wind starts blowing, and they blow the wings off my back. And then I'm chasing the freaking wings down the, down the field. But <laughs> it looks like I actually, a complete ass. Totally. I mean, I look like an ass in that picture. I, was, I sent that out as promo shots. Book Chris Jericho as the Phoenix. And they you know, just had nothing going on, just grasping at straws. So to finally to continue to, to, to take each step to, to get to where I got to, it was a long process, man, and an embarrassing one at that. Man, yeah. You're also dressed as a liger. Super Liger. Oh my God! Super Liger. Super Liger. There's a guy in Japan who's who's. How did you ever make it? How did you ever make it? That's I ask myself that every day. I do think that about myself with radio and stuff sometimes. Sometimes yeah, you look back or hear some old shows and go, "What was I fucking thinking? What the hell was I doing?" I see a picture of you as the Super Liger. You want to explain this one? (laughs) Can't be clear. This is 1997 in uh, what uh, Tokyo Dome? Wow. Okay. Jushin Liger is a legendary guy there. He wears an outfit like that. one of those things in Japan, people are, are very. It's a weird culture because something like Liger is very popular. He has horns and is a very big mask. So they're going to bring me into New Japan, which is the big company, like the WWE of Japan, to be his evil doppelganger, the Super Liger. So I had the same outfit that he had. Now I've never wrestled in in New Japan. I wrestled in Japan a lot, but I've always wanted to go there. I was so excited. And the first match I had was in the Tokyo Dome, seventy five thousand people, huge match. Super Liger, the thing. It'd be like being, you know, like. Uh, you know, Bulk Hogan, Hogan's evil twin, or something like that level of star. <laughs> Bulk Hogan. Yeah, Bulk Hogan. So I show up there, and they give, me, they give me this costume the night before the show, and it's literally like a like a hard spandex wetsuit. Like I can't really move, but I'm like, okay, I'll just do my best. They give me this mask that the eyes are covered with red mesh. So not only can you not see through the mesh, but it's red. So you got you can't see a damn thing. And then the the mouth holes are the size of like a, a pin. So you can't breathe either, and you can't see. So then I go to the Tokyo Dome, and the first thing I, I notice is that all the lights above the ring are red. I have red mesh over my eyes. All I'm seeing is red. It's like a red blur for what I can see. I had like the stinker. We call them abortions in wrestling. It was an abortion. It was the worst match ever. The first move, I'm supposed to jump on the top rope and do this wacky kick, fall right on my face. Now, when I fell down off the ropes, there's 75,000 Japanese people. Now, they don't say anything when they watch the matches. They study. But when you fall down off the top rope, they all started laughing. It was like 79. <laughs> <laughs> Super Raga. Suck, and it's just like, oh my god, this is terrible, and I can't move, and I feel like I'm like walking in cement, and the mask is just a horrible match, bombed huge, one of the worst, most embarrassing experiences I've ever had. Go to the back room, and I'm supposed to come back the next month as Super Liger for a big three week tour. They, as I take the costume off, they're putting it in a bag. <laughs> yeah, you want to go? What are you doing? Yeah, we're keeping it for safekeeping, please. So that was it. I was done. I bombed huge. 
Liger was furious because it was his legacy. And the next month I came back as Jericho because I'd already been booked, but they didn't want me to be Super Liger. But that was it. I was losing to everybody. Finally had a match, had a great match, finally. And the boss was this guy called Choshu. And he was in the back room. And as I walked back, he looked at me. He's like, oh, you, Chris Jericho? I said, yes. He goes, you same, same Super Liger? Yes. Hmm. Jericho good. Super Liger bad. <laughs> and I said, I think Super Liger is dead. And he said, yes, I think so. Good idea. So it was the debut and the retirement of, of Super, Super Liger, Liger on the same night. That's hilarious. I mean, God One bless you. Character. You were trying all sorts of different things. Whatever you could do, man. Like I said, yeah, make nothing, your mark. Well, that's and the thing. And you guys know being in show business, any any form of it, you got to pick up the phone and call people. No one's going to call you. Right. And Elby, you know, excuse me, if you don't think that he's going to be an actor, look at the front cover of that book. Look at, <laughs> look at, the, look at the bottom right thing where he looks like Barry Bonds and look at his little skinny body now. <laughs> look, at, actually, look at his body of I want to be a wrestler bad body I'm, and his well, fucking fuck wrestling I'm going to look good I'm, well, I'm actually 112 pounds right now. That, that's actually uh, that's a good question. Patrice is making me sound like I just came out of a concentration camp or something. <laughs> you know, like you can see that it's athletic but, but you, you see that picture in the bottom right. Well, let's it's ask just, him. Chris, like obviously you go back to wrestling anytime and like the rumors are strong you're going back there whatever. If you don't want to deal with that that's fine but what, do, what would you like to do? You've done the band thing you've done the wrestling thing well I mean I, I've, if it was up to you you're, you're you're now an author do you want to be an actor yeah I've done some stuff I was in uh, I was in Android Apocalypse that won the Oscar for best movie uh, a couple years ago was, I did a couple <laughs> movies which are cool I mean I, I enjoyed that experience it's like anything else so you gotta I mean obviously unless you're like the rock and strike it big, make really some of that huge. rock money well and that and that's a rare thing you know to get that big so quickly you, you gotta work your way up and I've done some stuff I did a couple plays last year which was a lot of fun I enjoy I enjoy I worked with the Groundlings for a year did you know did shows with them which is a great comedy troupe Will Ferrell was a groundling and Phil Harper was a Harman, groundling I think too Pee they Pee put Pee out Harman. a lot of really yeah. fucking yeah, funny Lisa people. Kudrow Sherry Terry Kristen Wiig so it, it was great to work with those guys I mean writing the book was great for me I, I needed a break from wrestling man I was burned out mentally after two, uh, 15 years wrestling 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 but the thing is it's also wrestling a show business boot camp you learn a little bit about everything it really mm. helps you to train oh. for all types of show business so I could go back to wrestling and I would go back to wrestling on my own terms have some fun because it really is an open book. It's a, it's an open canvas don't, to go out there and do what you want to do. Sam in here. Would you do oh, TN, TNA? TNA? Hold no. on, hold on. What's going on? Uh, Sam, what do you know about Chris Jericho? You mean as far as him returning? Yeah. Well, he's a huge wrestling fan. The, uh, Save Us 222 promos that have been running <laughs> for like a month and a half. A lot uh -oh. of people think that it's uh, got to be the return of Chris Jericho. we got to call you out a little bit, Chris. Come on. They're, they're, I think the fans got one. They're very reminiscent of the Millennium Countdown that counted down to the last wow. in 1999. What is the 222? And nobody really knows for sure. That's, that's it. it. We're watching on YouTube Maybe right now. This is the first time, first time we've ever seen this. Oh, you haven't seen this, huh, Chris? No, I, I don't know anything. <laughs> they run these spots on all of their shows. <laughs> wow. Sam, wait a minute, Sam. I'm trying to see where this fucking tags into Chris Jericho. It's exactly like the old ones yes, from back in 1999. But like he said, no one like it might be for some other dude, Computer Man. The <laughs> 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 fucking guy. Like why? Is this, the why would he bring his soap back like that? It's, it's that, the 2.0 version. That, that's a gimmick. 
computer man. He's <laughs> <laughs> you know, a laptop in the corner. Yeah, he, 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 like, like I said, I, w- I would go back to wrestling on my terms. I wouldn't give up any of the <laughs> stuff right, I've been doing. You, know, um, you don't want to blow up your big announcement. Dude, I, I swear. <laughs> Sam, give us if, more. If tell us, make him uncomfortable. This is not yeah. convincing. You've got to say right, Come on, Sam's man. Sam's good, though. Sam saying, knows this shit. Make him more uncomfortable. Stop trying to be coy. Just say what you fucking got to say, Hold on. Move the mic away from your face. I'm going to study you as... Go ahead, Sam. Tell people what you know. If it's not Chris Jericho's return, then... Every single internet wrestling fan is going to be extremely disappointed. <laughs> Aside from that, on Lance Storm's website, who's another wrestling friend of Chris Jericho, Lance Storm said that it was Chris Jericho oh my already. God. Why don't you throw us a bone? You know, all these wrestling... See, here's the thing. I w- you know what he did? Here's you know thing. why? Wait, wait. He just drank the water. He took a nervous <laughs> He's nervously sipping water. Sam. I don't want to do it because you want to kick his ass? Of course not. Rusty head Negro. The thing is, I mean, how 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 great of <laughs> Who is this albino <laughs> giving away my information? <laughs> like an aborigines. <laughs> I guess, I just, all the sites listen to us. You might as well uh, well, do the big announcement right here. I'm not hiding anything. It's funny. The point is, how good of a a, a deal is this for me to get all of this free publicity? Because people are getting mad at me now. You were supposed to be back on Raw last week. You were supposed to be the pay-per-view. I paid my money. It's like, dude, I never said I was going to be back. And even if I was coming back, I wouldn't say anything. I'm a magician. You have secrets. You have things you want to do. He is drinking. I think think nowadays, I took a nervous, I have muscle milk. If I drink one of these, it's going to suddenly make me big again. It's just for protein, that's of course, of course. But that's one of those things. I think nowadays people know everything so quickly. You know, they can go on, on, on the internet and they everybody finds stuff out so quickly. When I was a wrestling fan, I didn't know shit. All I knew was what I saw on TV, and mm-hmm. that was the magic of it. It was, it was spoilers it was and speculation. I bet you are, Sam. Of course, Sam. man. Thanks, Look, no, Sam. But that's, not, but that's one of those things. Like, we're not going to be surprised anymore. But, no, but, but the thing is, everyone thinks they know, but no one really knows for sure. And that's the way it should be. It's like going to a movie. I haven't seen Saw 4 yet. I don't want to know what happens. I want to see it as it unfolds uh, on the screen. This is the he political was, uh, turn. He's good at it. I'm very good at Sam's it. Sam's right. He was I'm dead, the whole, it. He was dead yeah. the whole movie. Sam's <laughs> probably got more. <laughs> no, you right. son of a bitch. <laughs> you probably got more clues. <laughs> oh, wait, Sam's Jeez. got more no, clues. <laughs> I was looking through your garbage, and you wrote somebody. <laughs> wait till you see this 222 two, two thing I'm doing. <laughs> Go ahead, Sam. It's going to fool everybody. <laughs> Sam, I don't know anything else. I just know what I read. I don't like spoiling things either. Yeah. I... I like wrestling for the magic yeah. of wrestling. For the show business for aspect, show business. right? Sam, exactly. hello, so it's I... Vince McMahon. You know, I heard you on the radio today <laughs> blowing up our spot. We're trying to keep it sacred, and you're making a blabber mouth! <laughs> I want to hire you just so I can fire you. Pal, it's not my information. You're fine. Chris, just so you know a little more, WWE sent him a, uh, a, a real belt a for A champion belt, yeah. The real what? one. Really? Yeah. Why is that? With the spinning I, thing and everything. Because he's such a huge fan. Are, are, you, are you sick? or Talking about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Make-A-Wish Foundation. That's what they did. Yeah. Uh, that's why he's talking so much. He has some little um, white Negro dementia that won't allow him to shut the fuck up. He doesn't have much, he doesn't, he doesn't have much time left. He wants to get it all out while he can. <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel him. Damn, that nervous oh, shit damn. fucked me up right there. I was all like Chris until he took a goddamn nervous sip. Sip. You're like Andrew Dice Clay years ago with the uh, Fozzie we, gimmick. We, all, uh, we were letting you be, but then it's getting all right, enough. No, honestly, I mean, it's, everybody's asking about it, everyone's talking about it. I've been doing this book tour for the last week and a half, and everybody wants to know. But that's the good thing about it, man. It's the speculation of it. People are thinking. They're, it's, it's, it's a surprise. It's anticipation. <laughs> yeah, so, stop looking at it um, now. Trying to look for clues in there. See, everyone, it's like Paul is dead of wrestling. People are yeah. finding clues. Little clues. Like, I am the walrus type stuff. But you walk out like, with your book. It's going to be perfect. That's right. Hit some people over the head with it. Hey, man. Can you I sign actually, Sam's chair? Of course is, I can. Is that, wow. is, is that from a match? No, that's not from a match. I went to a convention like three years ago and decided to bring a chair, and since then I've been uh, bringing it to Getting it signed. No, seriously, yeah, how did you get the belt, and why, and why did they send you a belt? They just sent it to me because I talk about wrestling on the show all the time, mm. and I think they just enjoy so the help, help publicity. He was the only one that stood by the uh, gimmick, the Vince getting blown up in the limo gimmick. <laughs> like, like we, were, we went through the videotape, and we're just saying, like, Sam, look, you could see that. No, no, there's uh, investigators on scene. And, like, he was selling it better than anybody. All right, that, so he's and, special. And yes, the, he's special. That's where he got, right. got the belt. With the fake leg that I falls out of the limo and just <laughs> yeah. blows up. Very, yeah, very subtly, but very purposely placed, yeah. Oh, it comes out, yeah, the leg yeah. goes in. Yeah. It comes hysterical. Out, yeah. And then it said the FBI was investigating, but then when the FBI said, hey, we got nothing to do with this, they came up with what? I think it was the FIC. The FIC. The Federal uh, Investigation Commission. And the guy that was the detective, he was like all buffed up and everything. <laughs> like he was one of the guys that wanted to be a wrestler, but he kind of wasn't up to it yet. That, that used to always make me laugh. Like a wrestler gets hurt in the ring and then the, 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 the paramedics come out and they're ripped and on they're their uniforms. They're like, oh, huge okay. arms. <laughs> Boy, I wonder what's going to happen with the paramedics in a minute this or two is, here. This is why you have to love a wrestling fan or wrestling fans that know it is that Vince was going with that that bullshit and then uh, uh, Benoit happened yeah. and he just said this sh goes, shit's yeah. over nah. and wrestling since now it's back everybody healed people didn't go oh, wait a minute go, it's, it's yeah. fucking done I'm done with wrestling oh my god it's just like yeah we know man you can't then all of a sudden he had like, a love, love child or something yeah, yeah. it was like fucking crazy that's what I'm saying yeah. it's, it's, it's a form of entertainment that either you get it or you don't and people that get it they understand it they have fun with it but people that don't I mean it really is like the stepchild of entertainment especially in Hollywood and stuff like wrestling what, what, what they're a bunch of Neanderthals they can't actually put a sentence together <laughs> every rapper has a movie or every rapper does a TV show heaven forbid that in wrestling you go to these things people just don't understand it the same way well, there are, could you not say rapper with yeah. so much venom as if rapper, you were rapper Jay? you rappers there aren't just people that get it and don't get it there's people in between that get lost in this uh, void if you could find that clip of that young gentleman in the uh, uh, stands. Oh yeah, we can play that. Yeah. Can we take a leak first? Do you I have to leave Chris? No man I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Alright we, we're going to play uh, the crying wrestling fan this guy takes it a little at? too seriously. Uh, after the break, because we got oh, okay. to take yeah. leaks. We're all, we all <laughs> leak like break. Yeah, we like to uh, take leaks together in the bathroom. I like that cross swords, man. That's fun. We can uh, do that yeah. now. We're buds. We've known each other for we years. We call it the Larry Jazz Craig uh, uh, challenge. <laughs> what we like doing is lining up at the urinal and uh, holding the guy's cock to your right. That's right. You just point it. <laughs> Sometimes you have piss on his leg. You just sound like The guy imitates you. It's not Jimmy. He's imitating you. Because <laughs> I thought I was imitating Jimmy. No, he's gonna say, he's gonna say that. You hold the cock to the right. Oh, and it wasn't that's the voice. It. it wasn't the voice. It was what you said. Yeah, that's right. And we hold cocks not with hands. We hold them between our upper lip and nose. 
like funny fake mustaches. <laughs> you, you, yeah. You're nestling yeah. them. That's not holding. That's yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not fun anymore. Yeah. He always takes the fun out of the. Jeez, the yeah, homo just, breaks. Just made us feel bad. It makes yeah. it so real. Made us feel dirty. <laughs> Brings a personal touch uh, to it that we're not comfortable does. with. Speaking of personal touch, let's all pee. All right, Opie and Anthony, uh, Chris Jericho, Patrice O'Neill. And a lot of fans on the bleachers today. We certainly yeah. do. We do. A few yeah. girls, too. There's some pretty girls out there. Yes, one, two, three, five. I see four chicks. Hey, uh, nice. anybody work in the crowd to see if they have anything five. for the show today? One of these people might have something for the show today, Chris. You never know. Okay. Well, it's uh, Opie and Anthony. certainly add more to it than I did. It's one of Chris Jericho's songs right here. Enemy by Fozzie. Are you on, Patrice? You there? Uh, yeah. Drop something. Chris uh -oh. Jericho in studio. A lion's tale. His uh, his book, Around the World in Spandex. Uh, Chris Jericho. Uh, and, what? And, yes. Yeah. Around the world in spandex. Oh, what's that? You see the. <laughs> Around the world as a super liger. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're doing a book signing, Chris. We should get that info out. Does someone yeah. have it? I don't have it. Or, all right, I, I do have it in front of me here. Where are you going to be today? At uh, Borders on um, Broadway. On Broadway, yeah, right downtown in uh, in Manhattan here. 100 Broadway in Manhattan at 1230. Uh, Chris will be signing copies of A Lion's Tale. Wow. Yes. Uh, until what time? Until they stop coming, right? That's right. That's right. Until everybody is satisfied. What does it like we are. do? Like Guaranteed. Jimmy. Everyone gets it signed. No, That's I, right. I have them line up, and I sign 10, 12 books, and then I go back to my limousine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that all would you be need. great. Have a huge line of people, and then just have a security guy put a cone. <laughs> Behind the fifth guy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. It really is like working at a club. Like when you have an autograph signing, sometimes you show up and there's 600 people there. Sometimes you yep. show up and there's six. You just never can tell. But if there's six and you got to sit there for two hours, dude, you, you, I'm, 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 ah. there, I'm writing recipes in their book. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we've, we've been down this road. Is that Virgin Records, we, I think? We, uh, we, we put out a CD a tower. Back, back in the day. It's a, actually, it's 10 years ago uh, when we were up in Boston. And some of the CD signings were all day, six to eight hours, no joke. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. And then we did, uh, uh, it was Tower Records, Tower. downtown Boston, and the line was maybe 20 people. And you just nailed it. We're sitting there like, so where are you from? Like learning everything about it. Exactly. Because you, you don't want the, the line to totally die. You're hoping people are going to get on the back of the line before this guy leaves. That's right. It's like right. working at a club. If there's no one in the club, you still want to have a line so that people think it's happening. Yeah. You know? when, I, when I was in Knoxville, when I first when I was wrestling there in 94, they sent us to a furniture store. And there was like two, uh, first signing. And the guy paid 75 bucks each. For me and my, and my partner Lance, so we had to sit there for two hours, no matter what. And there was nobody there, but there was this little group of kids who were standing around, and they're like, "We thought you were supposed to be famous wrestlers. You guys are nobody. There's nobody here. Now go for two hours here, and they're like, shut up, kid. Get out of here.' The worst is when you sign something, and then five minutes later, the same person comes back through the line. Because I wanted to know if we could take a picture. That one didn't come out. Yeah, then you know that you're in trouble. When you start seeing the same people, then or they, it's or they now like, I noticed that the line really short, so I figured, what the hell, I'll get some other things signed. Yeah, so that's, right, great, that's right. Yeah, there's nobody here, so yeah. I thought I'd just hang out for yeah, a bit. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Pavel. I feel bad about ourselves already. <laughs> about everything to the guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, everything. Sure. No, come back. Here, here. Yeah, grabbing his arm. Hey, come yeah, So you've been big fans of the show, huh? Is there any way to be famous without doing this stuff? Like, meaning, like, if you do a movie or you do your book, and is there any way to just do this 
without doing what he's doing. I seen you on TV. You're here. You got to go who you asking me or him? You got to. Uh, <laughs> you got to promote. You got to promote. It, you know? <laughs> that, that's the thing, especially with something like like this book. I mean, it's your life story, and you I worked so hard on it to get it right. You want to take it to the streets, and it really is a grassroots thing. This is just a lazy man's question because it's just, <laughs> when yeah, I Patrice see doesn't want to do, work hard. When I see people do publicity. It's like, a, right now, it's amazing to me that I saw him on TV, and he's he has the same clothes he was on in Good Morning. And I have one and suit. And you're fucking disco dancing with the lady this morning. Oh, and that's right. She was something hot. There. That was the traffic girl, too, by the way. Oh, man. And then, and then <laughs> um, dance he was dancing with, yeah, you know, with Jill Nicolini. Yeah, Nicolini. And he's a nice guy, too, because he's not a hunk of shit, because he did the dance. And, like, I'm never going to be invited on Ellen DeGeneres again, because... It just she's doing the thing, and Dance. I'm like, you goofy bitch. So, <laughs> <laughs> they so were invited on anything again. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just wondering, is there any way to just do something and drop it, and then they go, hey man, he got a book out, and you just go, fuck all the all day signing, get out of here, I can sleep. If you're like A plus on the list, like you know, Fifty Cent or Kanye or somebody like that, you probably don't have to. But when you're guys at my level, you know, living on the F list, you got to do what you can to get out there and make it work. Stephen King probably doesn't have to, but they all <laughs> Patrice do Patrice is looking yeah. at me like, yeah, they come do. on, man. Stop your bullshit, man. Wrestling yeah, I mean, fans is like You, you know what else do, though? I mean, this sounds kind of really like uh, like sucking up, but I like meeting the fans. It's fun. It's, I, mean, it's, I mean, you guys probably have the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. You're on the other side of the mic. Let's the say most of them. It's fun to meet up. Well, some yeah, of them are really the, the fucking ones with tits I like meeting. <laughs> don't those you notice that some people are just some people are just rude and people just don't have manners. Yeah, yeah. You notice that. They just come up and go, listen, I don't watch the shit and I don't even know really know who you are, but will you sign this? That's the, <laughs> well, gee, yeah. thanks. Let me do you a favor for just that sticking it to me. That's the one. Yeah. It's like, dude, I don't really listen. I, I listened a couple times. I'm really not a big fan. I, I yeah. Could you just sign this? Yeah. Like, Go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Gee, thanks, asshole. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> I want to hear. I, I don't even know if I should talk to you anymore. Your, your dad was a ranger? Yes, he was. I didn't even know that until yes, he was, uh, today, man. man. Yes, he was. Were, grew... th were you uh, a hockey player growing up? Yeah, I just wasn't very good, but but uh, I grew up actually. Was he Ron Duguay? Remember... <laughs> a little bit earlier than that. He played for the Rangers from 70 to 75. And I, I used to remember sitting in the garden when I was about three, and I was really mad because my dad would never look up and wave at me when he was playing his games. And I thought, come on, Dad. And he's fighting Dave Schultz or whatever. And I'm like, Dad, Was dad. he a fighter? Oh, yeah. He, oh, geez, look at his it nose. Up. Oh, yeah. Wait, who was your dad? His nose his, name is, his ear. His name was Ted Irvin. <laughs> Ted I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, Jesus. But, but not only that, but he also scored, wow. too. He got, used to get 20 goals a year. He was like one yeah. of the original power forwards. Had he come come around 10 years later, he would have made millions. Are you a fan of any other sport? Uh, not, no. Water polo. But no basketball. No. See, I want to know basketball. <laughs> yes, like, it, it, who knows? you're a basketball fan, right? Like, it's like I'm, a, I'm a sports. Yeah, absolutely. I guess I'm trying to find out on in sports terms of like say basketball, football. Was your father Peyton Manning or was he a like he a, was a not, no no he wasn't Peyton Manning I'm trying to put how many it, years so he, did he play he played ten years oh, that's a, so that's he had a, a pretty a career solid career right there. what's the dude's name um, what's what's uh, Rondé's brother Tiki Barber oh not, oh, not at that level but kind of someone that's that he's people, like Rondé's he's Rondé Rondé like, people know oh, okay. the name. And, you know, kind of a great player, but not a superstar. But if you're a hockey fan, you know your, your father. Whenever I come to New York, man, people still ask me, how's your father doing? You go to the garden, it's the same security guards, you know, ushers. I remember yeah. your father, Teddy Irvin, and it's like, how old are you, man? He's like 90? But it was the early 70s. But people in this in this city, in New York City, are the, like, they're such loyal sports fans. It's amazing. They remember everything about my dad yep. and about my career and everything in between. I'm an Islander fan, so... 
I don't know wow. if it's worse. We're like, supposed to hate you guys. I don't know well, if it's worse not knowing your father, which I didn't, or <laughs> having this please, daddy, love me. Often disappointed face that he had. Like, just, this is my dad, but my dad's paying me no fucking attention. <laughs> or is it better just to be alone? Like, shit, I don't have nobody to relate to, so I'm gonna just look at this camera. Who my daddy? <laughs> Who my fucking father? Are you my daddy? 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 <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm going to play basketball, but this face of, oh, the, the constant pain on his face. <laughs> the years of look toil. At the look of I've used like, that uh, anger to fuel me to this day. I'm going to show you, Dad. I'm going to go in a basement of an old man and be beat to death every <laughs> That's right. day. I'll teach you a lesson. My pain is your pain. <laughs> Damn. I actually played in a celebrity. Christopher Reeve used to have a celebrity game at the Garden. I played four years with, with it. It was great. But the one year I asked my dad. <laughs> oh, Jimmy. My dad can come. <laughs> Jimmy's itching. Don't enough. fuck around with he, Chris. He was a good dude, man. Yeah, why would I? I can I, see your wheels spinning. Not Jimmy's itching. Turn out you old blink off. <laughs> no. Oh, terrible. What? Oh, terrible. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> terrible. Everybody's going. You know what? Christopher, oh. Christopher Reeve in a wheelchair could still kick your ass. Oh, big deal. Good so, for him. Uh, <laughs> great answer. I thought you were supposed to be a comedian. That wasn't funny. But anyways, point, I have a story about it, you jackass. Don't interrupt my stuff. I can't even tell the story now. It's been built oh, up so much. He's yeah. really mad at me. Well, it's good. He's a friend of mine. You don't All talk right. shit about someone's friend like that. Yeah, well, that's true. But he, uh -oh. he was a very famous guy. And, you know, we, we poke fun at it. Uh, uh, you know, we, we do it. It's not that it's nice, but we do it. Ladies and but, gentlemen, but, but Jimmy Owen, gets his ass kicked. Owen A. No, right after not. these Opie words. Opie and Anthony, the host of the show, the, your bosses. Yes. Are being respectful. Awesome. Well, and you, you got across the line when I said don't say it. Well, I wasn't being disrespectful. Yes, was, you were. It's very no, disrespectful. No, no. You didn't I'll say be you were honest with you. I was uh, this close to being disrespectful, but, but Jimmy jumped on on it first. <laughs> but no, he, but you didn't say. Horrible. First of all, you didn't say you were friends with him. You just said you played in the tournament. Yeah, with I'm him. just, I'm just kidding with you, man. I was actually going to go with the. You say what you I want. could see your wheels spinning when yeah. he said that. I was going to go on that. Ah, uh, see, I, I threw you a softball. See, I was going to go on that part. Yeah, I would love yeah. to see him put Jimmy in some type of finishing. <laughs> <I would. laughs> Oh, you know what it is? You know what the Jimmy, Jimmy can bend at least three times. <laughs> well, here's, here's the finishing hole. That hole. That's oh, oh, that's the finish. No, that whole not, crowd. Punching, not punching him because Jimmy doesn't have any bones in his face. <laughs> so it's just your, your fist. That whole crowd out there. That whole crowd out there would have stood up if you hit Jimmy and said, "Leave him alone." Please don't do that. <laughs> Nobody would have helped me. Of course, Dude, we're, we're not, not really going to do that. No, 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 no. You no. really are, but it's no. okay. I didn't know he was a friend. Right? But no, my my fury is over. I'm happy. I'm happy. We love you. We love each other. And I am a comedian. I need you didn't think it because it wasn't a funny line, but I am one. Good. No, he feels bad. I was laughing at no, the Let's shake hands on air. There, there you go. go. Their hands right. are shaking. Was, fine. Uh, We're buddies. They're again. okay now. That okay. was a little awkward. That was. You know, it was awkward. But it was but beautifully awkward, though. You got, you got to stick up for your buds, right? I mean, that's just the way it is. Not really. Not not, <laughs> not these guys. <laughs> not, no, we don't. Chris, not these guys. guys. <laughs> all, not these guys. We're, We're all a bunch scumbags. of miscreants. We're a bunch of heathens You should go here. down to the comedy cell and see what, how these guys treat each other. We're brutal. It's amazing. We're just a bunch of scumbags. It is amazing. We're just a bunch of scumbags. That's what we are. We fucking... Nothing is sacred. We just kind of took this conversation and took it to a screeching halt, didn't we? Let's no, talk about this. Was anybody? Uh, this is beautiful. How like, was your? How was your Screeching halt. You, you much like. No. <laughs> did, how, did you hold each other's cocks when you peed? Patrice was holding mine. It felt really nice. It's so funny to see guys change the subject. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me explain something about the, the word inappropriate in men should not fucking exist. Oh. Only look. It, you make you go out there. You make you might make a mistake where it's like it's personal to you, and I understand. But it's like to in, inappropriate. You can't have it. The only time you should be inappropriate, the word used by mm -hmm. a man is like you ever had to you, shit 
you feel like you had to shit, but you just had to pee, and you're sitting down with your pay, your fucking dick tucked between your legs, feeling like a girl, and you're just looking around, going, you know, Buffalo I Bill. I feel like a bitch. This is inappropriate. <laughs> Other than that, <laughs> you that you true. should be able to because this we were talking about earlier. It's context. You, you gotta try a Christopher Reeve joke, even though I, it's it's just. I understand what you're saying, but you gotta. I gotta stick up with Jimmy on this one, just because this is what we do, and it it, but, it fell yeah, flat. And yeah, it was awful. but if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna but bomb, I know but it's gotta, not a joke. You gotta, if you're gonna he throw one out, you gotta like throw a good it's one. A friend, Jimmy didn't know it was a friend. His. We need to throw out a good one. That wasn't a bad one off the cuff. It wasn't that no. vicious, even. It was. I didn't realize it was a friend of yours, but it was like it wasn't that vicious. It was like it let's was, play some tape of some real vicious shit. Yeah, but I'm saying, but it wasn't. Let's get vicious. You know, it, it was just done in the moment, and it, he was a very famous guy. I, I mean, it was, you know. I didn't mean that, asshole. Don't find it. <laughs> <laughs> we're Look still at this fucking asshole right here. Hey, we're still waiting for... He loves this. He's oh, not he just saying. got a big smile. Look at him. He's like a godfather. His hands are together like... You're asshole. Don if we were Opie. talking about, like right now going, Hey, you know it takes a million years for the energy of the sun deep down to come out? Uh, I, enough of this. Um, <laughs> as Jimmy's getting ready to get raped by Chris Jericho. And I will rape him. <laughs> I will sodomize him. I'll be sitting there. Look at how his fingers are together. Doodly, doodly, doodly. Excellent. Excellent. turned on each oh other. Let the animals oh. tear each other apart. <laughs> you were talking about the nervous sip from the water was, glass. That says much more right there. Nah, it was an amazing moment. It, it was. was. Oh, See? It was genius. Well, that will make the uh, best of show. There's other things involved with that. That's what makes it amazing. So, like what? Excellent. <laughs> That's great. He's just fucking sitting there, <laughs> loving it. It just, it just, ah, whatever. No, what's the matter? So no, something up. I was gonna bring up, which ties everything in. Your your mom's a quadriplegic. That's so right. That's why he's a little oh, sensitive. How funny do you think you are now, motherfucker? Wow. So well, now you feel bad, don't you? No, I told you not to cross so, the line. No, but I talk about suicide. But, my friends have committed suicide. It's it's like as a subject, you look at something like that. You don't ever want to per but that was something that obviously hit you hard for I, that reason. But you can't that's look why, at me like I'm being a dick on purpose because I'm this not. Is, this is very it hits very close to home, obviously. So okay. when you went there, I was like, wow, this is gonna be interesting. Well, that's you know, all I'm saying. Let me tell you, my father's a quadriplegic too. Well, he's he's been dead for, for a few years. <laughs> well, Chris, his limbs don't fucking work. Come See that? But that's <laughs> funny. That's funny. No, 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 that's, that's bullshit. That's, funny. that's bullshit. You're, you're mad that's at me. That's not bullshit. It that's is. Funny. It was very funny. No, but I, I'm not well, offended as 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 a, a guy who had to live with it. I'm offended as as a comedian. That was just a bad joke. A third annual blink off was not fucking bad. Look at Anthony's killing. I respect his opinion. <laughs> and that's what made it weird because I'm laughing because I thought that was funny. It was funny. It's just the third so annual blink off. And what was funny about it? I'll tell you. It's the um, word blink. And a blink off will never happen. It's and I got just, Patrice and Anthony to laugh at that. Guys, this, you know, this, this conversation is just going nowhere. For me. I know. You know, but, if you uh, want me to continue to participate, we know the story now. Let's just move along and have some fun. And talk about cocks and stuff. Oh shit! Oh no, we've reached this point. Oh my <laughs> oh, god! No. Like, listen to the oh, silence. Oh, I, no. I will close this oh. part of my. Had you said oh, to me, no. "Look, this is my situation." I shouldn't have to. There's certain things that just aren't oh. funny. See, okay, well then, then to you're, me. Well, to but me. again, I'm not a mind reader, so we, if you told me that, I would have certainly been. Respectful. I said, "Don't cross the line." How much money? I said, "Don't say it." We, I can see your wheel spinning. We, we were already in the middle of it. Had you set it up like that, I'm I tell I, you, it would have been different. Yeah. 
How much right. sugar in those muscle milks? Is <laughs> my, my, my Zero. My mother's diabetic, and so am I. Zero. Dude, I don't want that fucking sugar. It's Man, like your people weird. listening to this show just getting burnt, like they're getting no, a buzzkill. They want to have some fun no, on this. No, 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 they're fucking, no, they're not. Chris, they're fucking vultures, man. Our audience are fucking right, we, vultures. Right, we, Look at the smiling, grinning faces. He doesn't like me. I know he doesn't like me. I know as a jock, he wants to punch me. That's what they do. I no, get it. No, no. I get it. I'm smart. I go and, and wire your car so when you get downstairs. I don't have a car. Do you have a car? Yeah, no, okay. just wire Club Soda Kenny. He's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Wire him. Oh, to good. All right, I got the approval of the crowd. Right. <laughs> I, 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 I hope he punches you in the mouth so they get some type of meat to him. So, so they swell up. <laughs> like it's some Botox instead of those thin birdlets you have now. You just never know what's going to happen. <laughs> just punch way. him in places. So, punch oh, him in his arms so it gets muscular. <laughs> but, dude, I'm not mad at you anymore. I'm over it. But you're... you're, you're your feelings are hurt. You're I can really tell. not. You're not a good psychologist. My feelings are not hurt. No, but, I'm not. But you, but you got a different look on your face now, though. You're, well, Jimmy, you're not going to be phony about it. It's well, like, don't be phony. Don't be defensive. Just, just move. Jimmy on, can man. hold a grudge cool. like Simon Wiesenthal. <laughs> I'm only irritated <laughs> that he said like I was telling him I was being respectful. Like, yeah. had I known that situation, I would have been respectful of it. I really would have been for anybody. But what he's saying, but I told you not to, like, that's what's bugging me, is he's like, hey, I instructed you not to, and you should have known that's not my word. And you should have just followed his instructions. He that's told you. Now fucking so shut up. So now you want to continue this? Now you're bugged now? No, you're asking me no, why I'm telling you quiet. we're over it, man. You want to continue arguing about it and disrupt the show? Because I'll argue all day if you, you want. You just said to me, I, w I was done with it, and you just said to me, now my feelings are hurt, and I'm explaining that they're not hurt. Okay, well then it's over. It's cool. Tell us, some, tell us some jokes. Give us some wacky material. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> no. You, see, no. You, can't, <laughs> you, can't, oh, no. you can't say that. Because oh, I would I'm... almost take the beating to get the laugh I would get. See? Oh, this is killed. This is oh. But this is not uncomfortable. No. It's hilarious right now. <laughs> this but is good means, radio. But, but human beings, this is what I'm saying. Every yeah. human being should really enjoy this because this is as real as you. Can you imagine this? is this? reality radio. It is so real right now. And it's like if this was on that shitty morning show or Julian's and Mike Sandy, enjoy it. it's just like, okay. That's how we ended up when it gets on. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, or, um, so... <laughs> but look at Opie, leaning back, hands behind his but, head. But my, but my thing is, Jimmy, there's no reason to continue on with this. You're it's, continuing. I'm done. I'm not it. continuing. Sure you are. Uh, I'm done. You said to me my feelings were hurt. I was saying that you were wrong. They really weren't. Okay. That was you, why I had that. Then and then I explained win. it. It was okay. not a winning thing. Okay. Well, your feelings both, aren't hurt. We're you, both you bothered by something. Part. We move on. But let's go. Yeah, we're, there's no bothering anymore. I'm done. We're done. It's fun times. Good times. I'm done. Good days. Good days. Fun times. I'm done. Holy shit, man. Oh. Wow! You just never know. Live radio, man. It's compelling. You gotta love it. It's like the 50s. It's like the old Hollywood, man. Dean Martin. Fox only 1034. Shit. I was hoping it would be 11. This that is whole crazy. thing was like a minute. And we can't move on. How did it happen? What do we do? This is the great thing. Is oh shit. Here we go. Oh, Paul. What are you doing? This is how long you gotta explain it, Patrice. The security guys just walk in the studio. Here's the great thing about this. This is the journey that's gonna be great. Is finding out how to move on. I'm out. So, especially with the heavies behind us now. Let me ask you a question. 
the raised ink on, on the bottom on the cover, of the book. Yes, it's How? red. It's yeah. raised. <laughs> that's called. That's called. It's embossed. Embossed. It's embossed. And that's a special kind of printing press. Listen, it is. It is invented in 1965 by Elmer Jones. Bring red rum in. Red rum's gonna get naked to try to calm everyone down. <laughs> we uh, did notice that uh, nudity nudity, nudity does solve that, the world's problems. That breaks the ice. We're going to yeah, attempt. That does. If there was uh, nudity at uh, peace conferences, at uh, ooh, here we go. Oh, she has double piercings. Mm-hmm. Actually, a triple piercing that we can see. Is that an explanation for a breath? Wow. <laughs> wow, there you go. There we go. And that it was is, just on command. That yeah. Wow, yeah. The power of ONA, just come nudity. in, get naked. Wait, you you have recovered beautifully, by the way, from having a baby. You look fantastic. Oh, she just had a kid? Yes. That's good to throw oh, that right. in to really sexy it up, Jim. No, but I'm Thanks. saying I'm complimenting her. She looks beautiful. <laughs> what? You see? What's with this guy? What's the matter, Jim? <laughs> what? Bring up that she has a baby. We're all looking at her real nice. You got to bring up that she's got a baby. What's the matter with everybody you? knows she what does. What the fuck is that man with you? Now your oh. fucking feelings are Why hurt. are you on my case today, I man? Feelings. She looks fuck? good. What is going on? I can't even be nice in public. What is fucking going on I'm telling her that she looks very sexy. Everybody knows she had a baby, so I'm saying she looks... Well, you didn't know, but she knows. Yeah, and but and and he knows. And now woman, you know, and I know, and everybody knows. McGarrity knows it. <laughs> and, and the thing is, no when a woman is, has a baby, no nothing. Is, every woman is self-conscious about her body, is, and I'm telling you, she looks fantastic. And I told her that before. Sociopathically, so, on a sociopathic level, focused, and her. <laughs> I, he is like this, a nasty little man. He will not stop. What's it gonna take? I'm not in a nasty mood. You gotta the go. Cobra clutch. Did I not? not there's no. Did I not tell you before no that limits. you look good? But you're using her, her awful after after birth titties no, to make no. a point. Jesus. To make a point about the situation. I don't like. We I don't know like what you do. I don't like what he just did, which is use this excuse. To get that mean titty joke in. <laughs> Who do you think your bitch is? He just I worked. Didn't know she had a baby? He just I worked you. awful titties alone. <laughs> he just claimed oh. you. He yeah. set you up. He used he us. He set you up. You used yeah. us to I, get a mean titty joke I feel joke like we're minutes away from a royal, <laughs> a royal rumble. <laughs> Call more security. <laughs> Help us. Yeah, uh, you know what? Don't, we don't need security. Don't don't insult I hear Jimmy hold Norton hold got his feelings hurt. Is that what happened? <laughs> don't, <laughs> in, don't insult Chris Jericho. Leave the studio, yes, Master there's Paul. No, everybody, wow. there's no... That's, that's silly. Fuck. That's, that's, that's kind of an insult, to be quite honest. Oh, that the security Chris came in? Like, Chris Jericho's a professional. He, yes. he was thinking oh, that Jericho on, was in. First of all, I'd be in big trouble before Poe got there, but it, it was not Dude, necessary. Dude, come on. Chris Jericho's come a professional. On, guys. And he's, he's rich. That the lawsuit's <laughs> over. Believe me. This, I have no <laughs> dignity problem saying that I would be fucking on his camera's on him in a second. Oh, would that be <laughs> great on oh, How God, funny would that be on YouTube? You pounding Jimmy in the face. And just him suing Chris Jericho. They do it in Slow motion, twenty times. It would look like it would look like when Smith got hit in the Matrix. Before she could just go in. Tell your jokes now, funny boy. 
Norton Norton National Wrestling is the NNW as he owns everything. He sues Chris That's why the security came in. I, I just figured that out. Thank you, Chris. No, I don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out. You're fired. Thanks to this is because we used to do on Tough Crowd. We would get into these. We all would do it. I watched it. We would just be like you mother and have this quiet. You cocksucker. Did you just you know? And then it's like, all right, I'm gonna fucking do this to you. And then I'm gonna do this. to It's just uncomfortable. This is. It's just. That's what we do. It's just uncomfortable. It's just. I want it to continue. And it's just. <laughs> after a while, it just gets old. But you just want to just have this go on and on. This is a memorable show. Logic of, hey, of course. And, of what, and what's wrong with Red Rum's tits? They look like. <laughs> oh no! I think she looks great, man. For real. <laughs> it's no. I, they look. They look fine. I'd fuck them. I would. I mean, it's not like my. I'm not. I'm just saying. They just. It's, now they, she's mad. Yeah. Hey, look. <laughs> and the guys are turning on And the crowd is getting mad that everyone's turning and on And the psycho she's married to is he gonna be you angry. Know, Opie is oh, funny. he's a psycho. Oh, he certainly is. is. Yeah, which one? This he's guy. In, that guy's insane. Oh, yeah, he just looks crazy. Look at the size of that guy. He looks like the guy that beat up I fucking Linda. <laughs> and he don't look like he got enough money to sue. That's your bike, Mike. Here's the thing. This is the thing. Now here's where I think it's unfair in life to for this. It's like, okay, I don't want to know all the context before, I mean, I don't want to know the whole story before I make a, a titty joke. And I don't want to hear the whole story. You don't have to hear the whole fucking story until you go, I'm going to try to make this funny. So she pulls out a little tits and they just, they just look like little scared things. And you just, I got to comment on them without having to fucking go, I have to now be a man with whatever. If my girl pulled out a fucking, she had stretch marks on her ass, you know what I mean? And come back and goes, Jesus, ass look like a road map. I don't want her to go, look at my big nigger boyfriend who's going to fight you. I don't want to deal with that. But that's what he'd be thinking. I am focused on, on the cheese. I'm not, I'm not getting into, oh, sorry, oh, now, now I have to go deeper into your past. Like, you know, my family, I come from a family of baggy little titties. A couple and, minutes and ago, we were talking about And then I got to hear his story. I don't want to hear what that shit. to a fun show? It's you know, still it, fun. It's still it's fun, Chris. You know the best thing is, Opie, really you're saying it's a, it's, sometimes it's a grind. Like, this show, you will remember oh, this, this show. This is a grind today. No. no. This show will be remembered. It's nothing yep. personal. Well, that's what happens with comedy, though. It's okay until, like, a joke gets too close to home. We talk about that on yes. the show all the time. There's, there's <clears> things, that, you know, we joke about that personally I, I don't like, but I, I just, I, I, I sit here in silence and deal. That's that's comedy. Very I learned broad. this in college. This is that all is I a, learned in college. Yeah. That is good a, is good if it's good but, for me. That's everybody's <laughs> upset with what affects that them. Is, that is exactly that is the general de uh, uh, definition of comedy right there. You're fine with stuff until it hits too close to home. Right. Shit, my mother that's can lose all her feet. <laughs> but you think I don't Dude. fuck around with diabetic? Well, Dude, it's just, I think it is what it is. Yeah, I think you're. A rare, you know, a rare. <laughs> You're a rare human. Yeah. Not for a comic, he's not though. I mean, I mean, as a comic, that's the way comedians think. Nothing personal, precious. Fine you don't me. have to have your murderous husband murder me. <laughs> <laughs> you look at me. I shaved all my hair off, and I'm gonna kill you. Don't forget. I want to. It's it's nothing I'm personal, precious. Why why no? You could have been spectacular. Hold naked. on. Why no panties though? I never wear underwear. It's freezing out today. But, but how come you wow. just? That must, how come you oh, came right. in and got naked <clears> on cue? Is this something? Do you do this quite often? Okay. Yeah. So you, okay. I'm pal talk. Perfect. So she's so, the in yeah. case of of uncomfortable situation, break glass. She comes in and gets naked, and everybody's cool again. Dude, dude, dude. 
know what I'm saying? Dude, come on. Dude, dude. Like, like on, that's dude. the thing. Like, how would I... You, it's impossible to figure out. She comes in and will strip naked in front of people she don't know. And But there is a psychopath with her to guard her against certain things. Rape. But not the idea. <laughs> right, rape, but not... But the, like You can't... It's impossible. You can't do it. You can't fucking do it. That's why it's, everything is on... You can joke about every fucking thing. Everything. And then you deal with the consequences later. And motherfuckers don't deal with consequences in terms of being funny. Dude, I got kicked in the mouth, chased home with knives for being funny and go, shit, I'm going to be funny tomorrow. Motherfucker couldn't stab funny You're out sure of me. You sure that was for being funny? Or trying to be. I dropped that blonde girl off. Funny about that. I told the joke and her father chased me. <laughs> no, it wasn't it. <laughs> it's just you have to go for it, baby. You got to. And and Chris, this is not uncomfortable. It really ain't. This is a new thing. Like a this is <laughs> this is the new thing. And you gotta. And you was a heel for so long, dude. I'm I'm cool with it. I'm just discussing her breasts. That's what I was just curious about. Right. And the See, breasts are out. Those are fun. But, you know, but, say, say but that again. Nothing, they're fun. I like them. See, what? now I want to get into a wrestling match with, with <laughs> those Chris. Those breasts aren't fun? In what what game? They're, they're fun. They're perky. They're bouncy. They got, they got nipple rings. There has to be a context to They that. got nipple rings in them. That's and cool. And the context is this. I would, in a minute... But you just, if it was my girl, I would go, I would just go, hey, what's going on? <laughs> just, I'm like, cause I got but you just said, hands. you just said good, good, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you just said good is good if it's good for me. Yes. That's, that's what it is. That's look, good for me. Look it's at Patrice's hands. Really? Yes, I like it. Yeah, my I hands like are her. different. I would have to it. kind of, I would have to squeeze those and suck them through the fist to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's surprised he came out with that one. But <laughs> it's not even on her. It's just. But the thing is, too, though, thing is, too, if she's gonna come in and get naked, you have to deal with the consequences. People are gonna make comments. So I mean, it's not an insult. You're but commenting. But she understands that. I'm not insulting. Sure, she does. She, she, she understands that. What do you think? You're a breast. Well, I don't like them. Well, I I do like them. I like no, the they're, they're getting bigger this year. And that's smart, cause you, and and get him just to to fill in he's the space. He's a big ball guy. He promised me boobies. So. Yeah, he should get him. And, and get after today, he's gonna feel so bad. He's gonna definitely don't go. Get boobies. Don't go too big though. I know. I can't. Go just that fill big. in the space. Yeah. That's all you do. Whatever that. You know what I'm saying? Don't just don't just fill in. Squeeze him in his face. <laughs> you know, like a Jesus balloon. Like, just, <laughs> like a water balloon. You are awful, man. You are just an awful man. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, that was, oh, a, that was a doozy. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Want to play a uh, fine uh, wrestling fan? Yeah. Good. Oh, there we go. Good segue. That's, That's why nice. The show That's right. what we were going to do before break. Or That's just right. Yeah, we've been waiting for that. Oh, it's how it turns. It was just a love fest, and then bah. instantly, now we're trying Instant, to we're trying to we're trying to repair, trying to repair, trying to repair the damage. Let's all join together in laughing at somebody retarded. <laughs> Let's see where this goes. Because I'm sure that this gentleman you will hear from is not of uh, sound uh, mental state. It's a it's a famous clip. Do you know yeah. this clip, uh, Chris? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. If, are we looking over here? Or yeah, here we go. Yeah, this Let's guy. play this. On e right. world. Let's get the uh, sound. Go, please. For the love of God, just play something. Where's the sound? Play it. I just 
want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. I'll be... Thank you. Easy, man. <laughs> thank y'all, guys. Y'all are awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Funk, for saying what needed to be said. I don't want to see it, brother, but it is. <laughs> That's not real. Oh, You've never yeah. seen that? No. That, that is guy That's real? He's We've a little the guy. upset yeah, about uh, the whole uh, That's like the, thing. the Britney guy. Britney, why? Yeah. That's, this oh guy my gosh, is a, that, he's a little upset. But of course he's right in the south. Has that so yeah. this ain't real blood. It's the same type what of attitude. Needs to be said. <laughs> Thank you so much. I don't know what he was so upset about. He's uh There you go. Uh, who are the wrestlers? Uh, it's Jim Cornette in the middle. Looks like Terry Funk. Mm. Bobby Eaton. Wow. Do you uh, have the Sam's nodding his head in agreement. Yes, yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes Chris yes, Jericho's yes. right. He's correct. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you are, that, that's for your home personal use, isn't it? What is the, What you're videotaping. Well, there'll be uh, like a few clips you invite your, Are you going to invite your little friends over for like a WrestleMania? <laughs> I don't have and then go, by the way, before WrestleMania, uh, I just want to show you a few of my like home movies. Uh, you might enjoy Chris Jericho. Yeah, and then you'll you'll play that, and your friends will be like, "Wow, you're neato." Well, well I'm the, not uh, eight. The rusty. <laughs> as I know what did you, you call him, Patrice? The rusty-haired. What did you say? Rusty-headed. <laughs> rusty-headed white little negro. Rusty-headed little <laughs> negro. Poor Sam. Oh. Sam was related to Thomas Jefferson, and he's true. He looked up his genealogy. Wow. And we all know Thomas Jefferson did a partake in a little. Part. Kind of went out into the. Uh, you sure it wasn't George? <laughs> Sherman Hensley fucked his mom in the back of the pool. <laughs> so that, that's, that's funny. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. Oh, okay. okay. We were waiting for an answer. All right. Do you want to ask Chris Jericho a question? Wow, yeah. Yeah. Um, has it, does it make you feel good to know that after like being gone for two years, that there's this much hype about just a possible... Comeback than knowing that you still no, have. it wouldn't make anyone well, feel saying, good well, to know that they're wanted or, or yes. appreciated in what I they do. Hate it. Oh, you're fired! You're fired from the Than and Sam show for it's, such a, a stupid question. Go ahead, ask him another question. Ask him another stupid question. What, what kind of ambiguous question was that? That question. Dude, it was first of all, it started as a yes or no question. <laughs> Do right. you think it's like yes or no? What no a matter what. fucking shitty question. Yeah, and then as you went into it, you took no out of the mix. <laughs> Ask All he could say was yes. yes. Ask him how big he's packing. Something interesting like, wow, right, try wow. Again. Try Sam, again. Sam. That's interesting. Try again. Yeah. Okay, try something else. All right. Who has the biggest the biggest monster in, in the business in terms of you just go, what the fuck? There's a guy called Too Cold Scorpio. Two cold Scorpios packing the monster wood? Radiator hose. That's fucking figures. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's fucking figures. Ridiculous. Right, and there was a, he? he just is a funny looking black dude, and funny looking black dudes just got a monster <laughs> wood, man. Baby arm. Yeah, <laughs> like a baby, baby's arm holding an apple. Yeah, Holy he, he was, shit. Two cold fucking score. That's yeah. why he did that movie, Flipped. Yeah. he just would have something just protecting him. <laughs> and right on his balls. <laughs> yeah, the, the momentum from the unit, take him right over. Exactly. That's all right. My balls get me from dying, nigga. Gotcha. <laughs> Um, um how, <laughs> when I was a child, I saw something. Go ahead, go ahead. Last yeah. week. Would, uh, would you ever uh, allow Ralphus to return? Ralphus was my uh, weird sidekick guy that he used to drive the truck around, drive the lights, and he had like no front teeth and had these spike 
uh, incisors that stuck out of the side of his teeth like uh, like punji sticks from Vietnam. And he, I, I dressed him in a half shirt that said Jericho Personal Security. And he was just this weird guy that used to just uh, come to the ring with me as kind of a funny thing. He's still alive? Still alive? I don't know where he is, man. He started, he got weird. He's like, he's a truck driver. The next thing you know, like, the girls were talking to him and people were chanting for him. I'd be getting like really big heat with the crowd. Like, you know, you suck. And then turn around and people would be cheering because Ralph was on the other side, like waving at the crowd. And I said, you can't wave at the crowd. We're bad guys. But, he's, but these guys, are they're nice people. They're, they're cheering for me. They're very friendly. You hate them. No, no, no. They're really nice. This guy just didn't get it. So I think, I don't really know what happened to him, but he was literally a truck driver one week. The next week he was on TV and everyone was chanting his name. And I really don't think he really understood what was going on. Like he was banging broads in his truck outside of the arena. He would be taking flowers from girls like at ringside. Like people just went nuts for him. Time of his life. The time, exactly. Now he's one. Yeah. I don't know what happened. It was fun, but I don't know what happened now. So I guess the answer is no. Yeah, no. Another Jeez, now yes. he had to make some interest in yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly. I'm doing the best I guess. Why don't you ask him what two, hair care products he used? Because his hair looks lovely. Two hours we've been here, and this that's the best you got. Give me something better, man. Not even two oh, hours we've been here. You're a fucking wrestling fan. Yeah. Years. All the stuff that's went down today, fun stuff, heavy stuff, everything in between. And, and you ask me, do you like your fans? <laughs> if I had asked Patrice's penis question, I would have been considered a gay guy. Not, not, just, <laughs> you just I'm can't win, Sam. No, I don't know. What you're saying. Thank uh, you for try, your question, Sam. Sam. I appreciate Sam, it. Sam, Sam, <laughs> just ask a, a goddamn question that somebody wants to goddamn hear. Like if they would ask, if they were here. You asked a question for them to At, do. After your question, five people turned up their radios to get the answer. <laughs> that's five people, though. That's pretty yeah, good. That's wonderful. We're talking to a million. <laughs> Nothing. Mm. Let's go. Give him another one. Last chance. Um, if he's not your favorite wrestler, ask him something interesting about your favorite wrestler that you want to know about. Well, he is one of my favorite wrestlers. So then ask him a favorite wrestler question. Let's. How about... Uh, <laughs> He's not a newborn infant. He's like a three-year-old. Mr. Jericho. He's he has to be fake with you right now. You're making him sick. Am I, Sam, making, am I making you sick? He's Sam. not going to say that because uh, he knows that he's a good guy. You ask me anything you want, bro. What's the, See what here's I'm your last question? I, See, and Patrice is right, by the think, way. Think, think about this, Sam. Think that the, the a lot of wrestling message boards, you know, it, no matter what we do, if we mention wrestling, the boards get slammed. Now, they, of course, with uh, everything that's been said and stuff today, there's going to be a lot of information on Chris Jericho on the, on the uh, message boards. You have the opportunity now to make a, a, ask him a question that's going to end up on all these boards. You'll be kind of like a, a wrestling board celebrity. Oh, wow. But it's got to be a good question. <laughs> yeah. Why is that a pressure question? I don't understand. What the hell is the matter with you? Did you feel slighted when uh, when you were kind of pushed Pretty. out of the main event scene towards the end? I mean, right at the end, Jesus, you were banging on the main event. Wow. Horrible. Wow. So horrible. Wow. wow. When but you like, were pushed into middle cars, how did that make uh, your life feel yeah. shit? <laughs> That's what he was saving up for. Wow. I'm saying, I thought that you should have been the main event. When you're well, on the road right. to has been dumb. Yeah. Uh, was it uh, Jesus. really rough to... <laughs> Next stop's the real life. Now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey!
and it's just the same question he asked, except for now it's uncomfortable. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, do you enjoy when you do the um, moonsaw? Yes, I do. Do you enjoy when you would bump yeah. down to middle card and wrestling right before the guy who dressed up with yeah. the green lantern? Do you like cake? Yeah. <laughs> how do you feel to wrestle? How do you feel to wrestle without the TV cameras on? <laughs> How did it feel to be in the high school gymnasium? How did it feel to wrestle on the Allentown wrestling tour? When you went from main event to jobber before the cameras came out. The guy just like a green lantern. When you started being gang grills. Did it bother you when all... Did it bother you? Oh, God, did he stop? When they made you put in vampire teeth with gang grills. Here's, here's, here's a literal Vince story. You're talking about Vince firing people. Here's a Vince story. Gangrel yeah. was a vampire guy, for people that don't know. And he had one of the coolest ring entrances, right? He would come up from the bottom, in the fire, fire and he, was, he looked he cool. He something that But got. just wrestling-wise, eh, it just wasn't there. But he wore a shirt. And they kind of didn't know about it anyways. And he was wrestling, and he took a, a bump. And when he took a bump, his shirt came up. And I was sitting right by Vince. Vince was watching the, the show. And this big roll of flab came out of, of the shirt. And Vince looked at it and went... <laughs> the next week, fired. Fired. Oh. You want to eat like a pig? You can live with us. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> That's right. Pack your stuff and get out. You and your fat roll. Please. <laughs> 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 just picture that. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. You want to represent me? Get off. I can't believe what a fucking mediocre nobody Sam is right now. Just, oh, just, just nothing. Stinking up the joint with about, these fucking about, I got Nothing. Right, oh, go. He's got he's okay. had time to think. All right, here we go. Let's yeah, go. Here we go. Just what? picture all the like the websites that are going to have this question. And then today. Sam asked. And then Sam asked. This it's is great. All it's the great websites. Let's go. What was uh, politically? What was it like between the differences between the WCW locker room and the WWE locker room? Bigger cops. That's not a bad question at all. See, there you go. After five tries, you got one. <laughs> that's a good question. That was a good question. WCW was very strange. It was a very much a hierarchy. Wherever you came in is where you stayed, like an Indian caste system or something along those lines. So all the guys like the Hogan and those guys, they were kind of running the show. And guys like myself, even though we were working hard and, and people were into it didn't ever really get any care or respect from the office and that's the reason why I was able to kind of get over a little bit because nobody cared what I said I would I, like can I go say a promo for 30 seconds yes you can I'd go to the ring say a promo say a bunch of bullshit people would like it but no one was paying any attention to me because I was just lowly Chris Jericho so the politics it, it's almost like they had everything but really squandered it it was like a millionaire who spends all his money on hookers and blow and then says I didn't put it any way for the future that was WCW when I went to WWE it was a whole new world everybody had an angle everyone had respect Vince McMahon knows the name of the, the popcorn vendor all the way up to the world champion. Eric Bischoff never really said anything and would kind of really be sequestered off with, with his guys and it, it was a real like high school. Everybody sat with themselves. Is Bischoff strange. still there? Uh, in WWE? No, he's not. No, I don't think he's, he's gone. There he's gone, yeah. He's gone. And let me ask you, is Coach and all these guys that are being put over as like GMs and da-da-da, mm -hmm. Is there any of them that actually make matches or like, no, like it's Teddy all, Long or anything? Or it's just all? No, that's all show. It's all show? Yeah, it's all show. And you should know that, Patrice. I know that, but nah. they do. Like Jim Ross, 
he's when I was there, Jim Ross was big boy. Like Jim yeah. Ross was like he was the head of talent relations. He was big boy. He was really? a big boy. But he yeah. all he was on on tape was um the guy the with, with the whatever, yeah right. he was like right. doing exactly. the thing. And oh my God, King! Amazing. That's what he. But he was a. <laughs> my he dog. Was a bit, my dog. I tell you, a guy that was an asshole when I was there, who treated me like shit, was the other big boy. It was Vince, and there was another motherfucker who was really. Uh, the man, dog, the bounty hunter, <laughs> dog, the bounty hunter. <laughs> and he <laughs> and he looked at Vince when I was on the plane. And went, what the fuck is this nigga doing on the plane? <laughs> Don't let him on the plane. I like saying nigga. <laughs> Who was it? Was the it pilot? Kevin Dunn? So Kevin Dunn. Kevin Dunn. God, he treated me like dog shit. Kevin Dunn. Well, he he's the executive producer of all the shows. So if, yeah, if he was treating oh. like shit, you don't have long to, to last. It was there. just awful. Yeah, he, he looked me up and he wouldn't even speak to me. I'm like Jesus. I'm wow. right next Vince, yeah, he's big time. All right, he's big time. Good job for uh, that. Was for good. He finally got yeah. it. Yeah, he got Should it. Should we do line of the day and get the hell out of here or what? That sounds like a plan. Sounds good. We, we were still trying to recover from the from the atrocities. I think we made a full recovery. <laughs> we did. We're doing good. I think so. Yeah, we're doing good. It's all good. I think we're okay. Patrice okay. just laughing his ass off. Are you guys? Are you? This is crazy. Right? You guys gonna agree to disagree? Is that what it comes down to? No, we're friends. Agree to I, disagree. We're, we're where's the? Where's the? <laughs> oh, where's Christ. that even mean? <laughs> It's a, it's a bit we do on the show, Patrice. Of course it means nothing. That's the point of the whole fucking thing. I I, we just hate when people say that, so now we do it on our oh show. Look at how they usher oh, the audience out. Disagree. Disagree. The audience is leaving oh, in protest. They usher them out so we don't have to sit here and take pictures with all of yeah, them. Yeah. Oh. Ask questions and they can take sides yeah. on our arguments. Oh, shit. <laughs> No, they, we just don't want them to see the bloodshed. <laughs> no they won't see me exit. They'll just see like one of my shoes and my bloody sweat jacket taken out. The best part that security was sent in. That's yeah, it wasn't oh, necessary. It's that. like, come on. It, it wasn't necessary. Who, who makes that call? Do you have a red button That's underneath? Just no, the it was a was it you? Personal no. judgment call. No, believe no, me. No, who po fucking did that? Poe would hear that. No, po I don't call. I believe I'm not to come in here, and he said, "No, no, no, I'm going to come in." That was unnecessary. Guaranteed. That was just Paul coming in to make sure. But that's great, though. I mean, now Absolutely. we can say, remember that time when the security came in? It was so. It was he, so Paul crazy. was trying to protect Paul. me. He didn't know if, if Chris was just going to smash me. Oh, come on, man. We're, we're professionals, that, right? I'm saying that that's what his Chris, Chris, Chris when did you take this? When did you take this? I don't this? think he'd punch you. I'm not saying he would, but. Well, how Ellen? would you want. That's, oh, and I thought that was Chris Jericho right there. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's not a joke on you. It's a joke on you. You're trying to fucking make a situation, motherfucker. Not him. You think he was like the jealous? You're saying I'm it making a joke It's a joke on Ellen. Ellen. I would have to say, if you're saying I look like Ellen, the joke no. is a joke on him. Patrice yeah. just said oh, you look like Ellen DeGeneres. Did he just say yeah. I look like yes, Ellen DeGeneres? Is that what he just said? Yes, he fucking did. He goes, when did you take this? We all looked up and there's Ellen DeGeneres. Dude, if we were watching King Kong and someone said, look, it's Patrice, <laughs> you'd go, oh, that's the joke on King Kong. <laughs> I'm just trying to uh, a context we can all appreciate. I apologize. I meant it right. Very clear. That's what I'm that just trying to be. What were you getting at, though? Was that it? <laughs> he said I'm skinny. He said, you're damn, you're a lesbian. But earlier he said I look like I was from a concentration camp. I can't hear you. I can't hear me going, hey, Ellen. But going to Ellen. Hey, listen, are you, going, are you coming back to wrestling with that 2-2 thing? I couldn't say anything to her. So it was like I was saying that to her, but he was... 
Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lost. So I have to, that makes Man. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, and I see your side. He compared Jericho to Ellen, but he's saying that the, 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 the punchline was Ellen, not Chris. If Ellen was yes. sitting here and Chris was on TV yes. and you go, hey, yes. look. Then it would have worked. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's where it went, yes. But then we also wouldn't have had that earlier situation if it was Ellen. It would have yeah. been, been, les- been a lesbian I've thing. completely forgotten. Yes. Been a lesbian Jimmy would have blurted out some insensitive lesbian joke. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and she'd yeah. have kicked his ass. <laughs> All right. Uh, Damn it. Well, Boy, this has just been this a is the Wild West. West. <laughs> it has, hasn't it? It's just been it a lesbian. We've run the gamut. It, take your fucking us. hat and go to the yeah. cotton club, you <laughs> motherfucker. I know. He's just like the American gangster did. Yes. bitch around. We're not leaving until we see that Brother Joseph has proper medical attention. <laughs> I'm going somewhere and get a cockalene right now, baby. Rob, <laughs> that's an amazing hat. Uh, it's got a feather like in it. it. It works. All right, Patrice. Nice. We learned uh, today that Chris Jericho is coming back to the WWE. Let's not forget that. And. Ooh, he did not deny that. Well, I mean, at this point, what's the Wrestling point? Wrestling sites have what's the thought? point, exactly. What's the point? Yeah, he's like, why bother? So it's a yes? Well, you know, I got a book tour for the next month, and after that, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we just beat him down. That's going to, you know something, At this though? point, he's like, oh, fuck it all. That right there is going to scoop your great questions the on the thing, wrestling websites. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's going to know. But that's the speculation that's going on, So, and I never denied or uh, or confirmed anything. So usually means it's it's true, by the way. Well, you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Elias, could be, you know to get my truck? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let's uh <laughs> Let's uh, make it perfectly clear. Uh, Chris Jericho's book is A Lion's Tale Around the World in Spandex. Uh, getting great reviews from uh, someone I respect a lot as far as writing goes, Mick Foley. He's written some great books over the years, and he writes uh, thoughtful, thorough, and laugh-out-loud funny. Jericho's book is a winner. And he was kind of scared that your book was funnier than his. Well, so. like I said, that's the idea. Hopefully we'll get that. You know, come on down to, uh, where am I, Borders? Uh, 100, uh, 100 Broadway in Manhattan at uh, 1230. You'll be there signing copies. Come on down and insult me. It's Insult Jericho Day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Are you coming back, Jimmy? Ever? Jimmy's going to be dropping in for that to, one. To hear? I, I, guys, this is fun stuff. Yeah, it is. I, I have no problems. I, I have hope a great I, time. I everyone, you know, sometimes you get into deep discussions. This is what we do. You know what I mean? Jimmy, I mean, talk, brother. Come on. We had a deep discussion today. Everyone has yeah. opinions. Yes. There's, there's, no, there's no lasting No, things. no, like, not at all. It's like having a beer. We're talking about the Mets or the Knicks or the, the, you know, the Mets yeah. and the Knicks. Do you like basketball or baseball? Basketball players playing uh, baseball. That, it's perfect. <laughs> Sounds like an idea. Yes, and I'll be in Queensbury tonight yeah. at the uh, Saratoga Comedy Club. Uh, in that shithouse Sweet Basil restaurant, so come see me there. And hopefully, that's enticing. Come see me in the shithouse. Hopefully, you'll be funny. Let's hope so. It'll be a first. But if you can make it, come up, be up there. Saturday early show sold out, so try the other three. Wow. And Patrice is Stress Factory, 732-545. Ha ha. Tonight and tomorrow night. Two shows tonight with that revolting phone number, and two shows tomorrow night. The great Patrice O'Neill. Thank you, And of course, Chris is doing his book signing today at Borders 100 Broadway. Manhattan. There's going to be a line, so get there early. You do uh, Best Week Ever still? Uh, not Best Week Ever, but we just filmed I Love the New Millennium. And even though it's only 2007, they're already doing that. So. Oh, okay. I want to thank Quick from Harlem Nights also. For <laughs> 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 I am going to wear this hat, man. I it, but it's it's going to happen. I'm just going to wear my guy.
goddamn yeah, No, we learned when you wore that fucking Pink Panther shirt. And we didn't give you any shit about it. Right now, Oscar Madison's head is cold. <laughs> this guy came in with a Pink Panther t-shirt one day. And we didn't give him one God fucking damn. word about it. Not we one word. We let him slide for whatever reason. Y'all some sneaky bastards. You know a lot of little, like... Uh, Quick from that is a fucking well, amazing I, reference. You know right something? There. I wish I could sit here and take credit for that. But then there's the bell. It starts the third round. <laughs> uh, I wish I could take credit for that, but that was handed to me by uh, Danny. Danny. Oh, oh, Danny. Who came, did, oh, who came up with it? Was it Danny? Danny. Yes. All right. Danny googled blacks and hats. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's good. That's Thank funny. Oh, that's the true comedy. These fucking two. <laughs> oh, these two. We're, we're, just gonna, made we're going. We're going to Chris is you know, a goddamn it, troublemaker too. Yes, of course he, he is. Thinks of course. He's slick because he's smarter than probably ninety-eight percent of all the wrestlers. They don't know when he's being an asshole. But the thing he knows that's jabbing him is his this. validation of each joke. <laughs> yes. Now that was good. And then I'll say something. Chris is fully aware of what he's you are. See, now all the people out there. This thing is still going on. You just don't, you just gotta listen very closely. We'll have to bring the rematch back. You gotta hear the little jabs that have been going back and forth for the last 40 minutes. The great Khali doesn't know when he's doing that to him. No, don't, no, Jimmy, don't let Patrice stir you up, man. No, no, Patrice is right. Of course I'm not stupid. Like, you think I don't know? Like, gee whiz, thanks a lot. He liked that one. He just did the ball Let it be said that Jim's been jabbing back, too. You just gotta listen really closely. But of course I know that that's just what it is. So then if I if I'm like kind of shitty about something, he'll go, "What? We let it go." He's passive. He's a passive aggressive he's, monster. He's a pa yes, he's a, a passive aggressive monster. Monster. Passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I almost made it out the door without you figuring it out on air. I, li I like this. No, we we were fully like aware. We though. we just wanted to play out because it was fun to listen to. At one point, at one point, Chris went. Now that's funny. And Jimmy goes, yeah, thanks. And makes the face like, but it, it sounded like a thank you. Yes, but if you looked at the face, it was just like, yeah, thank you. You can't, you can't be able to fight and be smarmy. You can't be a smarmy ass and beat somebody up at the same time. You have to just... That's like telling somebody... What an asshole! You know, you, but that's, and you love it, don't you? You love it! But that's why Chris Jericho's shit is great. I love oh, it. I love amazing, it when he used dude. to do all that stuff uh, during his matches and all that crap. But that's, so. the, that's the equivalent of telling somebody that the truth. Genius, telling man. somebody that's the awful. awful truth. Like if somebody has an ugly girlfriend to go, hey, your girlfriend's a pig, and then waking him and poking him in the stomach. <laughs> I gotcha. Great, kidding, good call, man. That's, that's, that's right. Just kidding. Between us, you know. That's very and I was good. just sitting there going, why is he? And I go, oh my God, Jericho's a goddamn troublemaker. I was feeling bad for a second, like, uh, no, he like, absolutely he is. An is. Asshole, man. That's hilarious. He knows. Mm -mm -mm. Goddamn, is my game. Me. Holy shit. He's been doing that his whole career. That's, God, I that's know what we do. I know you know wrestlers hated you. It's well, only like three that liked you. I already know. Yeah. I just no, know. Yeah. Son of a bitch. I, I'm going to pee my pants. Do we have to do line of the day or what should we? Oh, that's funny. All right. BodogFantasy.net <laughs> brings you line of the uh, day. It's uh, for fantasy football fans everywhere. BodogFantasy.net. Check it out for yourself if you play some of that fantasy football. BodogFantasy.net. Here's a runner-up line of the day. Hart said that his client is not a racist and vowed never to use the word again. <laughs> well, how is he going to go through life without saying again? <laughs> <laughs> That's good.
Did you just say that's good? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that's funny, guys. Dear diary. Yes, you do. Gold star for dear diary. You know what? I want to. You, you guys should do more humor like that. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. I want to hang out with Chris Jericho more, man. He's right down oh, my aisle. Oh, he, he's funny, but I didn't realize he was that funny. I didn't. Right on. I just right, now realized that. God damn it. Here's another runner up line of the day. Good is good if it's good for me. Yes. That's, that's what it is. That's good for me. Look it's at good. Patrice's hands. Really? Yes, I like it. Yeah, my I hands like are her. different. I would have to it. kind of, I would have to squeeze those and suck them through the fist. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Fucking. <laughs> 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 that, uh, that that was a good one. Uh, yeah. Now that was a good line. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, Evil. If, if you adopt that, is, that is going to be the worst. To, that's worse than a car crash. To go. I wasn't. That, now that was a good one. I wasn't feeling your nigger shit, but that was good. Oh, <laughs> holy shit! Oh. The fuck is that? God, it, it all so, comes crashing down. Unbelievable. I, I, haven't, I haven't heard a lot of your stuff, Patrice, but that was really funny. <laughs> oh, I'm not a fan or anything. You should do more of that right do, there. Do that, a lot that's, more that's, of that. That's a, that's a good do one. Do a lot more of that right there. Right, hey, here's a, another runner-up line of the day. I'll be playing uh, Poe's Revenge. <laughs> it's set on a video game of F.H. Riley's. No, not. No. In the parking lot. Oh, yes. I want to make it very, uh, very clear. But you have to walk through the establishment first. We don't condone that game. activity at that fine restaurant. And you go out back. Pose revenge is he ties you to a stake and then talks to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Swim walk. <laughs> oh, shit. Is this bad? I just I just texted Poe to um get my car and and face it west. I said make sure it's facing west. Uh, yeah, Do you think that's gonna be a problem? Yeah, he's got his stupid finger up in the air. Poe, where is it? It's in the Parker Meridian lobby. Is Chris, is Chris uh, texting wrestling friends yeah, here? Yeah, you know, I have. No, my wife just called me because I haven't called her all morning. She's What'd she call you? She called me an idiot. <laughs> just she call me not funny. All right, here we go. Uh, another runner-up line of the day. Yep. Just so you know, a little more. WWE sent him a uh, a, a real belt, a for champion his belt. Yeah, the real what? one. Really? Yeah. Why is that? With the spinning I, thing and everything. Because he's such a huge fan. Are, are, you, are you sick or talking about? Are you sick? <laughs> That's a great line. That's all right. Now that one's good. No, I don't like it. That plays off of sick children because that's what they. That's what they <laughs> that is what they send sick kids. Honestly, oh oh, still going. Uh, but I'm not. I'm saying the truth. What is he sick? They send sick kids shit. Oh shit! They really do. That's a play no, off of children. Can I say to you? I, I, just, oh, I believe it. I can't fucking. I got the line of the day. No, the problem is that I got the line of the day, and I'm not even a comedian. Well, it's not line of the day. Oh no. okay. shit! Can I show you the face? I know it's radio. Yeah. Yeah, play it out but for everybody. But he would not... When, he, when that happened, when Norm just did that, Chris's face went down as to go, how... It went doo -doo -doo, like the computer to go, how am I going to get him back? <laughs> he is competitive. Of course. He is awful. Dude, you should be like that. You're actually right. That's what I was you, thinking. He just went... He just went mm, all right, good one, motherfucker. <laughs> but I can't <laughs> say that. Come back. Holy shit! This was this oh, one of my favorite <laughs> radio shows of all time. Of all time. Chris Jericho Hold is on. just horrendous. <laughs> and Norton is just pure 
His whole body is a heart. I know he's shaped like a he's shaped like a inside of a body, like an organ. He's shaped like a liver, but his he's all this is the heart. This is better than the main event at WrestleMania. Oh which, yeah, gosh, this has been going on for the last hour. The little jabs ever since the moment. Well, the main, the main event at WrestleMania, but but. But not his main event because he's on the middle cards, right, oh, Sam? Yeah. 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 That's right. No. Dress sock eyebrows. I worked in a battle royal on, on WrestleMania once. Uh, Sam wanted to, Sam wanted to ask this question: Is it true that you had to write a book because uh, the WWE doesn't care about you anymore? And you needed something to do. Oh, you <laughs> what is this? And by the way, there's fucking Opie's beauty. I want to say something awful, so I'll pretend so and so. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're learning the rules of comedy. And, and look, Anthony's looking at him like, hey, cunt face. You're pretty much watching a show just unravel in front of your eyes. This is so mean. A show it's, we've built up for years is, is coming apart fat. today. Jimmy, Jimmy's yeah. fucking pegged that right on the head, too. Using somebody else. Well, because I think Jimmy's been waiting to get back in me because I kind of like jumped in on on the uh, the Jericho thing earlier. No. I think he's been waiting to give me a I slam. Just it. No, I just noticed it. Jimmy has been pretending to be him since that happened. <laughs> he's been he's been a doppelganger of Jimmy. Like it, he has went into another place. Oh my but God. Chris is still there. Also, but he's dead. He's less. He's more political. Jimmy's just his little eyes with no eyelids are just open, and, and Chris right, is listen. like, ha, 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 "I want to get this little piece right. of garbage." All right, we got to get Jericho out of here. Alliance Tell around the world in spandex. But here is your line of the day. Thank you, BodogFantasy.net. Uh oh. Duck and cover. <laughs> And then you got uh, in second place, manliest video games ever, according to ArthurSFall.com. Oh. Mike Tyson's Punch Out from 1987. Uh, I remember that's a that. Classic. One. Yeah, that's a classic, obviously. <laughs> that yeah, been the I agree. As, as I'm with you. Tyson's Revenge. Custer's could have been the same. Can <laughs> <laughs> I get line of the day? Yes. Nice try, kid. <laughs> We learned the staff has no balls whatsoever. No, no. absolutely fucking just made it the most uncomfortable situation. I actually jockeyed my chair towards the door. You know what though? I had nothing to do with it, and I was watching for my escape route. We all were looking. All right, I think we can jump over this console. I think we get get out in two seconds. <laughs> hey, Chris, it was a pleasure. I hope you come back. I don't think you'll ever what be back. Was, what's wrong with Steve? He's just doing what he normally does. He He's sitting in those chairs. You can't sit in those chairs. Oh, I thought it was. He looked like he was thinking deeply. No, I'm gonna pee my pants. Uh, I hate for this one in. I, I think we did everything. Unless you want to keep going, I got it. I gotta go. Everyone's gotta go. We got it. We got here. Alliance Tale, a great book. Crip Jericho signing 100 Broadway in Manhattan at 12:30 today. Yes. Thank you guys. We'll see you Monday. Thanks, man.